My boy! My boy, you are about to learn. You're about to learn uh, the facts of life as lived in this year of our gas, uh, 2015. A one, a law that does not reflect the will of the people cannot be morally enforced. Those that enforce unjust laws are in themselves, by their very acts, unjust. Hmm, a three, those who deny individual rights can't claim protection from those rights. Our government was formed to benefit the people of the people, for the people, and by the people. Not for the benefit of the government. Woohoo! Weren't there more like you? Shut my phone down for a second. Huh. All right. Well, uh, oh, I'm sorry, kid. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry. Yeah, we're watching fire fire starter in the background. Huh? Oh, are you right now? Yeah. No, you know that movie was better than I remembered it. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, what am I looking for? All oh, those things. No, I mean I liked it, but uh, save time, it for the show. <laughs> Wait, should I save it for the show? Yeah. Are we on the show? Uh, yeah, I guess we are on the show. Yeah, I just haven't introduced us yet. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Raven J. Sorry. Shit, hold on. I gotta get back over to this computer. All right. Uh, I'm Raven J. And sitting to my right is Nick. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> what if? And on the phone, we have the lunatic fringe, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, are you out there, lunatic fringe? Fuck it. I'm out here. Okay. I'm a little out there. <laughs> oh, you're way what out there. What was that music you played for Nick? Uh, uh, Creed, Creed. Because <laughs> last show we did, um, oh, okay. Yeah, last show we did the Scream soundtracks, and that was on the Scream 3 soundtrack. Mm hmm. 
Yeah. Ah. Yes. Okay, so I guess I should pull up the trailer for um, uh, Fury of the Demon. Oh, that's right. We were going to cover Fury of the Demon. It's a topic. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. Yep. <laughs> Do you remember, Ken? Did you even care? Yeah. You want to talk about Fury of the Demon? I'll Fury of the Demon talk. <laughs> Excellent. We got a show going. It's about this demon with a lot of fury. <laughs> yep. Um, exactly. That's that's a lot what I know about that. <laughs> no, I Mother fuck. Okay, guys. I was try- <laughs> I was on a bunch of sites trying to find a download of this movie. So I, I just type in Fear of the Demon right here on YouTube. And it's like, boop, full movie. Here you go, stupid ass. I'm like, god damn it. You All right. a documentary. Yes, yes. The f- okay, so basically yeah. what we're going to be talking about... Do you have... real, allegedly missing movie. Yeah. Um, I found out about this from Tubi um, last last summer, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it freaked me out because I was just uh-huh. watching it. And I'll get to another thing that freaked me out earlier in the week, too, when I mentioned it to you guys. But, um, you know, the whole the whole concept of the documentary it's about this cursed film that when it's shown people go crazy and you know violence ensues people actually allegedly went crazy in the theaters yeah so um watching the documentary i mean i didn't i'm still i guess we won't spoil it yet we'll wait to the end to kind of like spoil like the truth behind it maybe but okay um so watching this documentary i was just like this what how come nobody talks about this and i remember um on a show a couple shows because i was i've been listening to a bunch of the past shows from last year uh i mentioned fury of the demon i'm like did you guys watch it blah blah blah. and i meant i remember watching it that night i immediately text um dr needle love and i was like dude have you ever heard of this and he didn't really have he didn't really have much to say he was like oh no i'll check it out blah blah but i never heard back from him about it so but then on one of the shows, or I think I mentioned it to Nick because Nick watched it. Yeah, I did. Okay. Was it recent or was it last year? It was last year. We were going to cover it. Okay. Yeah. So, and I remember mentioning it on the podcast. So, um, but you know, I'm mostly stoned anyway. So it's like, no, <laughs> what do I, <laughs> what can I remember? But uh, dude, all right, that's fascinating. All right, oh, anyway, there's another topic. Um, but watching this documentary, it freaked me out because, you know, if this shit's true, it's like, what the fuck? Why is anybody talking about it? You know, this is important, like, information. Mm-hmm. Well, so, well, isn't there someone still in trial for this? Yeah. One of the movie producers that found it and played it and it happened again. Oh, the one in 2012? Yeah, 2012, and then he's in court. And why isn't that brought up? Yeah. All right, so yeah, that's what I'm getting to. It's like... Um, and th- that's what I'm saying. Like, this is this is kind of a deep subject because, I mean, we'll get to, like, the uh, verdict or whatever. But um, this reminds me of that thing in Return of the Living Dead. In the commentary track, um, I can't remember if it was the one um, Bill William Stout and uh, Dan O'Bannon did together. Or it was the one that came out in the second DVD release where it had... Um, William Stout with some of the cast, like the some of the kids in the cast, but in one of those document or one of those commentaries, he mentioned that when he, William Stout and um, Dan O'Bannon went to scout 
locations for the march or the funeral homes that we're using on two occasions people caught them before they left and mentioned or like they had a whistleblower person they were like people are fucking the corpses here and i don't know if you want to say something in your movie about it but blah 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 you know so it wasn't just that though it was also the thing about the skeletons because there's a joke in it at the very beginning where mm-hmm. um you know where do you get skeletons with perfect teeth and then bill or um um bert or frank is like uh i think there's a skeleton farm over in india and like right after this movie came out that ceased and it was true before then and um there's even things with poltergeists about it like the skeletons they used in the pool mm-hmm. they came from india and yeah and i think there was like some kind of like hidden shit they were trying to talk about in the movie anyway <laughs> fury of the demon <laughs> came um like i'm saying if this shit's true why isn't anybody talking about it so all right so what i'm getting what i wanted to mention is that i remember this a little differently because i i watched it again this week and i didn't remember being so damn french like it seemed like everybody like uh-huh. there were subtitles for everyone i was like what the fuck i i do not remember this because i have a hard time watching any right. kind of especially at the beginning like for 20 20 minutes seems like it's all French people being interviewed. Yeah. Before you get to someone who speaks English. More American than I could ever be. Yeah, so I'm just like, I don't think I would have watched this. Because I remember I remember... I mean, she was a French director, so I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Mille... Who did Voyage to the Moon, which is like one of the most famous fucking black and white things ever. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about George Melies or whatever. I don't know how to say his name, but um. So yeah, uh, Fear of the Demon. Or, or so what I was saying is like I remember it. I remember there being way more like English English speaking people, and like something to do with like America where they were showing it or whatever. But so more American than I could ever be. I got confused, but then. I watched it again last night. I'm like, oh, there are a few people that speak English in it. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember. I remember just, I remember like different like talking heads. It's just, I don't know. It's it's so weird to me, but it can't be anything different. It's, there's only one. So, anywho, um, Nick, what did you think of it when I, you first saw it? When I first saw it, I was just in like the same thing that you're bringing up. I was in awe, first of all. And then I'm like, how is this not being brought up again? How is someone now not covering this? And why is it not in today's um, news feed with a, a supposed court case that's still going on? And when the last incident happened, they went to go retrieve the film and it was missing again. The, the, there's a couple of things that like came to me when I watched this. Where I was like, oh, wait, yeah. And oh wait yeah and it was the movie demons i'm like movie handout tickets nobody knows what it is it's some mysterious theater there's no like they're just hey just show up this place this time it's gonna be the greatest thing and i'm like this isn't from this sounds familiar (laughs) and i didn't get i maybe it's a reference maybe it's not i don't know but then there was another reference i that popped in my head was during a uh band uh ghost their music video for square hammer was the same way and I'm thinking this this video is awesome, but then when I watched it again, I'm like, holy shit! This reminds me a lot of 
fear of the demon. So people, I guess, know the story and people somewhat uh, resonate it. Although I, I could be full of shit. I don't know. I don't. They, they could no, not be a reference at all. But um, I just I find it odd that the same thing happened twice. And then when I listened to some of the um, witnesses that when they saw it, I just kept thinking, is this really real? Like, did, did, a, did a father really get possessed and threatened to throw his son overboard the balcony? Yeah, and, and smash that and woman's face. Smash a woman's face yeah. in. And I'm like, what could literally be in this film that makes people act that way? And when you look at who created the film... A lot of his, uh, you know, it'd be funny if it was like at the very end of the film, it shows like this picture of Donald Trump say, I'm going to be president for eight more years or four more years. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's what <laughs> drove him crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I solved the mystery, but, um, yep. <laughs> when you, when you, uh, follow the career of the director, a lot of what he did was special effects mm-hmm. and, a lot of it was Pepper's Ghost, which is creating projections that appear to be ghosts or demons. And I think that people, maybe back then when they watched it, just didn't comprehend that or didn't know it or didn't uh, understand it and probably assumed that it was real things being captured. So I, I but the part where you hear about people being possessed in the movie theater and doing batshit crazy things. I can't comprehend that part. I don't know. Yeah. And how is it that this film went, it went missing and then no one knows where it's at. It's like that. Um, are you afraid of the dark episode with Nosferatu? <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. With Vink. He's like, va, va, Vink. And he, or anyway, that's, we need to cover that too. Maybe that's what we could do uh, when we do the show with Heather. So I was thinking of like spooky shit, but like mm-hmm. anyway. All right. What do you think, Ken? What do you know about this shit? Did you see that they're gonna remake Nosferatu with the, yeah. the witch director, the fit. Yeah. The director. I didn't care for that movie, but <laughs> I I read it, and I was telling Raven that uh, they're also like redoing. No, I found no. We can talk about it in our time. We're talking about it now, but you like Black Phillips? You know that? I didn't know you like. I like that movie. No, I found it boring. Huh. I found it boring. Well, it was it was slow paced. Sure, it was very slow paced. I think it was trying to be. I don't know. I th- I think historical in a way. Mm-hmm. It's so that it threw you off when the supernatural stuff happened. Like it was freaking you out. You know, by being real slow up in the beginning. Yeah, I, like, I was drawn into it when I first watched it, but then as it's going on and on, I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> When's this thing going to end? And, uh, but I think I'm not trying to be, I don't know. It was a long movie, too. It was, and a lot of people liked it. A lot of pe- like, I think I went into it thinking that I was going to be like, wow, this is such a, people are hailing this movie as so great, and this is my new favorite horror movie. And when I watched it, I'm like, Really? This is, it's almost like that one movie that I, I do not care for. Um, Hereditary. No. Midsummer. No, it's you. Dustin and I, checks in. No, <laughs> you and I talk about it all the time. Uh, 
Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Four. <laughs> no, come on, guys. Seriously, what's the what's the name? What's that movie with the fucking clown that Poltergeist? Oh, Terrifier. Terrifier. There yes. you go. Well, I don't care for that one either. Yeah, me either. No, and they're making another one of those. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen to this guy. Terrifier. Well, well, you like it? it. <laughs> no, dude. It's a hard no. <laughs> I never saw it. Okay, good. But if you did, you'd probably like it. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. It's like well, one of those, like. Anyways. Okay, so what do you think about. Could be cool. Yeah, I think that's another. Actually, you know, to to be honest with you, they could do some really great shit with it, like make the atmosphere very gothic and all this, all that good shit. But you can't replace the original. The original is the original. Mm-hmm. Warner Herzog did the remake in 1979, which was yes. also awesome, but it also wasn't because Klaus Kinski just mm-hmm. he took his own liberties with it. So it's like, whatever, dude. But. But then, you know, ever since then, we've done... I mean, William Defoe played Orlock and Shadow of the Vampire. Um, there's been TV shows where people look like Nosferatu in their vampire appearance. Uh, Salem's Lot, famously. Mm-hmm. But, oh, you know, okay. just let it die. I mean, Salem's Lot stealing. I guess it is yeah. dead. Undead. <laughs> I don't know. It, I'll go see it. Fuck we'll, it. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. yeah. I'm still waiting for that goddamn... Uh, it's just rumor. Remake of the fucking Creature from the Black Lagoon. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> yeah. That was like you, fucking you, 10, 20... See, uh... <laughs> what? I was, I was going to make the joke about the shape of water. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to, too. I was like, but I don't want to see no fucking gill man making out with my wife. Everyone knows that that's the... There ain't no gill man going to marry my daughter. Creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, um, yeah, no, this is whole, this is interesting. This was new to me, so you know this Fury of the Demon thing. It was it's a cool concept. I don't know if it's real or a clever fake, but it's cool. Yeah. Hey, hold on, I gotta turn the TV down really quick. No, it is cool. I'll give I'll give it that. Especially when Hollywood was doing all this trying to one-up each other in all these movies. And, you know, all the time films are being lost and refound. I mean, we still don't even have a c- copy of London After Midnight, you know? Hmm. <laughs> Was anybody talking? Yeah, but I mean, the, 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 they have it done twice. That's that's what's interesting to me, because the first time it happened, the movie went missing, and a producer found it, and then decided to re-release it, and it happens again. You know, and the thing about it, if it had that lore behind it, instead of, like, showing it publicly, once you, like, hand it over, I'm like, hey, uh, hey, policeman, maybe we should, uh, or historians, maybe we should... Would it be studied by some... Go give it to Criteria. Black Ops organization with the government. (laughs) Well, no, I'm not talking that deep, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, give it to someone that knows how to maybe reproduce this a little bit so we got it you know for posterity anyway it so ultimately i read a thing about it last night that it was a mockumentary but that's the only article i found about that Uh i've read anything else i've read about it they were saying it's straightforward and pretty much saying like if it's true it's really weird it's like motherfucker you can't just leave it at that (laughs) you know it's like if this shit happened (laughs) We need to talk about it. We need to find... Yeah, like... Well, when, when, did there, 
this documentary out about the movie about the missing Fury of the Demon movie? Huh? We didn't. We didn't hear the first part. Of what you he said. He wants to know what when. Well, what year did, did the documentary did come documentary out after? Oh, it's come out. Twenty sixteen, I believe. Yeah, and the last time it yeah. was viewed okay. was two thousand twelve. I, I saw a post. I saw a twenty seventeen post on Facebook about it when I was trying to look up images and stuff. So I was like, okay, so I know it's older than twenty seventeen at least. <laughs> yep, just one year. Um, so yeah, I guess that's that's really <laughs> pretty much all I wanted to talk about because, you know, there's I think I have touched on this before, like about cursed films and you know, like mysteries behind certain movies, like Poltergeist in particular. Um, you know, and like, if there's, you know, if there is, you know, it's it's so weird to even bring up because you'd have to have some kind of like belief in something of that nature to even humor the thought, you know, of like things being cursed, you know, and like, what would present that curse and why is there a curse? Unless, you know, I, I, huh? I, I wasn't thinking of it so much as an actual supernatural curse as possibly a film that it's just is a bad dub. It's like a 15th generation dub. So it's all washed out. Sends him into a rage. Are you fucking kidding me? I pay for color. <laughs> and where's the, uh, this is supposed to be a talkie. But no one really tells you in the documentary. What it's supposed to be high definition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. A 20 pixel film. This is Fuck this. I'm watching Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But nobody really tells you what is in the movie. There's all these different accounts of what's in the movie. Um, yeah. And, and what happened, but right. nobody knows from start to finish what this fucking movie is, except for they claim that it's uh, video footage of the actual devil. Correct? Is that what I remember? I don't know. It must have been one of those uh, French-speaking people saying, Oh, shit. Turn it down. Merde, merde, merde. Méliès, c'est des fondations du cinéma. À côté de Lumière, il est celui qui atteste de l'imaginaire. Il atteste que nos rêves ont une fonction essentielle pour nous. See, the thing that bugs me the most during this documentary, they just keep showing film from his other films mm-hmm. and it gets you confused it's like uh wait because yeah. there's parts where they're showing like a devil character and I, like when i even looked it up there was like clips right uh, in, in, right right and they're clips from what other known movies is yeah so that's what and then this is the guy i was dave alexander oh that are in the public domain i know because i've used some of that footage in uh, music videos before yeah, exactly. Like the dancing devil color. Yep, yep. So that's what got me. I was like, wait, there is some footage that they're showing? But yeah, it's not. And um, so I guess ultimately, I think it's just, it's not true. You know, like, it's just an old story. And a story that since there, there's no way to prove it, people can just add on to it you know anything they want like mm-hmm. like any kind of like game of telephone you know it's like 
Oh, did you hear about this? And like, even now that we're talking about this on the podcast, someone that hears this might misinterpret what we said and go off. Oh, did you hear about this thing that makes people right. buy Oreo cookies? I'm like, I didn't say that, motherfucker. These guys act like it's real. Yeah. Here's what. Here's the thing that I <laughs> yeah. that I found interesting. And I think I'm I already said this. With the story that it's real. <laughs> when it came out the first time, I can understand people losing their ever-loving mind because. Either they haven't seen before in cinema, and people were a little different back then. I don't know how they'll say it. They're just more cultural. They're more primitive. They're just, you know what I mean? But for it to happen again in 2012, after everything we've been through, and wars, and... Dick Van Dyke show. You know, and all the... It, you know, by then, shit, man, wasn't fucking, like, Avengers out by then? Like, what? So how how does it happen again in 2012 when we have the technology and the the knowledge of what uh, we've already been, we've already encountered and learned in schools? That's what I don't like. That's what yeah, mind blown. It's, it's just like like um, back you, when the Exorcist came out. You can't win and get black magic, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like the Exorcist when that came out. People were like fainting and leaving and blah 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 same with like freaks when that came out people were like oh my god but it's an awesome movie <laughs> but you know the thing about it is that it's something I, I i think about a lot actually and i think about it when i'm watching the three stooges and i brought it up when we were doing a show ken about how um you think back to the 1940s and you think think it was so much more primitive back then but that's when they were introducing tv and I remember there's a certain episode of the Three Stooges where yeah. this lady's like, we just got this brand new television. Let's turn it on. And it's like a live feed from yeah. Niagara Falls. Yeah, it's like a 1938 episode and they're experimenting with some TV broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. So not just that, but like... I remember that. The electricity, like the one where there were the plumbers, but they were like messing with the electricity and all that. And I'm thinking like someone developed that shit way back uh-huh. then and it's still fuck. It's like primitive now. Like, like we think we've got, I mean, that's another thing about technology. Dude, this shit don't work. Okay. Like my print, I've had printers <laughs> since printers have been invented. They mm-hmm. always fuck up. It's like, they always have this little yeah. thing like, oh, well, that one's pending. It's like, motherfucker, why? There's nothing being printed right now. Do I have to turn you off and turn you back on? It always fucking happens. It's, it's then, in the queue. No, you gotta smack that. Yeah, ass. it's in the queue. Yeah, and then you it bang, and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, stop it. Whoever's making this shit, they just make this shit to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like technology. Like <laughs> I'm serious. Like everything works, but then it doesn't. One day, remember? You know, it's like, wait, I just turned you on, and you're not. You know, like when, uh, dude. I don't know if it. Maybe it just doesn't happen to other people. Maybe I just have all these fucking gremlins surrounding me all the time. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> no, it, it does. I don't even. You know what? I don't even own a printer anymore. Yeah. Fuck it. That printer shit is bullshit. Yeah. I'm just gonna go to Kinko's. Hey, fuck you with the printers. <laughs> office Depot or Office Max. Yeah, and print yeah, my porn uh, there. Oh, you know, or I'll go to CVS and I'll take my little thumb drive and I'll hand it over to them and say, "Hey, print print up five copies of this for me." Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit. That's fuck how I got. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's do you? So the technology sucks. <laughs> Every printer is fucked up. 
Yeah, and not just that, but phones. <laughs> Dude, phones are so complicated. Yeah, cartridges. <laughs> anyway, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just put a fucking ink cartridge in like well you can't you can't print anything because the col- the magenta's out. <laughs> like I'm not trying to print no magenta, motherfucker. Yeah. Oi. <laughs> Alright, so that's what I'm saying, is like we just everyone's like, Oh man, I want to turn into a robot now. I'm like, motherfucker. No you don't. Because that shit won't work either. You'll fucking <laughs> you'll like be doing something, you're like power outage, like, oh fuck, I'm dead. You know, it's like that shit's not gonna work. Right. I swear I won't even let them I won't let them upload my brain to a robot. I just won't let them do it. Yeah, you will. Because I know they're gonna fuck it up. You're gonna be the first in line. I'm gonna like, be Han shot first. <laughs> I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the Han Solo motherfucker. <laughs> Alright, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, Fear of the Demon, I you know, like when I first saw it, like it was like I'm saying, I. It was a fun documentary. Yeah, and it's on. It's on. I saw it on Tubi, so you can you know, check it like out. That Blair Witch shit, you know. Yeah, exactly. The marketing for the Blair Witch project tells you it's real. Mm-hmm. It's just found footage. Yep. But yeah. we know that's just marketing. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, dude, that's real. It's free. It's free on Tubi. It's free on YouTube. Apparently. <laughs> Um, but if you want to support the filmmakers, I don't know, uh, buy it. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Just watch it. <laughs> All right. Um, so I don't know. We, I guess we could rate this because I mean, we got We have actually movie reviews, but yeah, we, we ah. it was a cool documentary. I'll it's worth a look. That. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It's, it's worth a look. Yeah. All right. So we will take our first break. Oh, by the way, Ken. Ken, what is that fucking game that that Atlantis game or that you are uh, suggested during it the commercial? Was, uh, is it, I think Atlantis or Battle Battle for Atlantis or something. Oh fuck! It, it's battle. I think it's Battle for Atlantis. You're just gonna have to make me look up the or old. I can't remember now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, it's so awesome. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't. I have my computer. Up. I have mine on too. Let's see. <laughs> you know what? I don't know why I can't remember that. Oh, it's not in this one. God damn it. Maybe it's in this one. It was in sleep mode. Goddamn computers. <laughs> Nothing works. <laughs> I know. My mouse I'm... isn't working. Jeez. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> oh, um, now I got to wait. <laughs> page loads. Um, oh, yeah, I guess I could talk about this shit really quick. So Atari. currently currently I'm working on a, rus- a mini wrestling ring toy. That's gonna come with like two little wrestler action figures. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw a picture you you sent me. Yeah, so yeah. I finally figured out the ring. So that's going. That's ready to go. Um, and then I got the turnbuckle post, which is um, I designed myself, where you can like hook in the ropes underneath. Awesome. And uh, I got a couple different ropes. I got stretchy kind, but then I also got like this stuff that's like different is that color like nylon. Uh, it, no, it's just like rubber. Oh, this stuff? I, it's yeah. like, I don't know, plastic. But it well, doesn't stretch either, so I don't, I'm not going to use it. Oh, that's cool. It's but neon. Yeah, yeah no, that's why I, I liked it. But So, yeah, and this goes in there, and it's going to wrap around. And this is going to... People that are listening, I have, like, this notch that I'm going to, like... It's going to click in, like, there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drill it out. So it's going to kind of, like, 
be on in, in the side like that. So it's going to have stand up. So, yeah. It's That's very that. elaborated. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm having so a. By the way, the, it, the game is just called Atlantis. Atlantis? Okay. I thought it was. Gorgon. Yeah. Yeah. Attacking the. All right, let me. Gorgons are fighting the Atlanteans. Gorgons. I remember that yeah. now. And then that was in a magic game, and the sequel to it was Cosmic Arc. Cosmic Arc? I thought there was a game called Battle for Atlantis or something, too. Yeah, that's what I, I thought it was an, called. Uh, arcade game. Cause, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here. I thought it was called Battle. Here. You thought it was Battle for Atlantis? Yeah, Battle for... There is a game called Battle for Atlantis, I think, <laughs> but it's not. that's not the Atari oh. game, though, I was talking about. Well, yeah, let's look up the commercial really quick because that'll help. What's Battle for Atlantis? Didn't we play that commercial already? I'm yeah, sp- yeah, yeah. It, it is just Atlantis. Let's. Oh, great! So we live this. So you created Atlantis for Imagine. I was at Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> above the underwater city filled with Gorgon attack vessels. Three century posts fought desperately, but they were no match for the Gorgon death rays. But you're here. I thought the Gorgons destroyed everybody at Atlantis. Take that, Joe Biden. Um, yeah, so I guess... Do we want to play that game? <laughs> <laughs> Nick and I, we, we, we want to review it, but man, it looks so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys? What do you have, Stella or Atari Twenty Six Hundred emulator running? Yes. On your computer. Right I, now? I mean, I can get one, but we're just gonna watch a review of it because. <laughs> oh. So you know, it's oh, Atlantis, basically. I, I have it on my. Ah shit! Ah. Take that, you fucking Gorgon! Take that. Oh yeah. Yeah, this game looks easy. Oh shit, we got you are the Gorgons. Oh, and they're shooting us down? I've been playing this wrong the whole time. <laughs> Man, the Atlanteans are fucking What's what do they say in sports? What's their they're batting a thousand? <laughs> batting five hundred? <laughs> batting I don't know. They're in the ninth inning. <laughs> the Gorgons are like driving around the fucking Starship Enterprise. I, I don't know a lot about sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this game looks fucking fun as shit. Does the water level change or anything? Nothing changes in it this fucking fun. game. It's just the same fucking screen <laughs> over and over and over. Here, looks like the ships just get faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eight minutes in. Let's. Well, that was you know that was good gameplay for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. I believe you. I mean, that's how shitty the regular Atari games were. That this game was the pinnacle. <laughs> you know, one I actually do enjoy was Gremlins. Gremlins and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game are actually kind of fun. I never played that one. An Atari game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, I'll just... Huh. 
Yeah, I knew there was a what Texas the? chance of massacre. <laughs> what? This is <laughs> Yep. An Atari. Ugh, someone's talking. No, no thank you. Just play the damn game. No! Enough of that shit. All right, so yeah, Atlantis. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a hard one. Yeah, I'd say the same. <laughs> how about? I'd even oh, play it. I'm giving it a one. One point two five. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. It's, your, it's your game. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to play your intro. Yeah, you know the rest. <laughs> Aren't you a little old for video games? All right, so um, we're going to take our first break. It's not as good as Frankenstein Monster, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a Frankenstein game for... Um, I was just thinking of really, really good Atari cartridges like Pitfall and Frankenstein's Monster and Frostbite and, and Superman and Adventure. <laughs> you know. You know, classics. every game that came out yeah. for the 2600. Yeah, I keep going. <laughs> Baseball, football, haunted house, <laughs> crystal palaces, and demon attack, cosmic encounters. <laughs> hey, you're subliminally you're subliminally um, advertising your CDs. Encounters. What is that? A game called Encounter at L Five. Hmm. Cosmic Encounters. That's a great series by that band, uh, that Electronica band. <laughs> What's their name? C9C. Uh, Cornucopia 9 Cervix. <laughs> oh, it's that fucking dumb dude Did from... Did you uh, notice in Fury... What? Fury of the Demon? What? What dumb dude? Oh, um, we're watching Fury Pump... Fury of the Demon. That they, had, they had... Oh, you going to bed? All right, good night. <laughs> Don't feed my dog's rice pudding anymore. Phyllis. <laughs> Margaret. Whatever. <laughs> um, no, I was going to tell you in, in, in Fury of the Demon, the, uh, the you see all the candles and skeletons and skulls. That was a, a big thing they were showing all the time. I mean, they weren't nine candles necessarily. I'm just I'm just bringing it up. I don't know why. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was making that connection back to Cosmic Encounters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about... Oh, no, get the kid. Uh, oh, get the kid. Fire Firebird. What is it? Twenty? Wait, what is it again? Firebird twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen AD. AD. And then AD. Firestarter. So important. They put that AD. <laughs> and Pumpkinhead. And then. So we're not actually going to take a break. In that order. Yeah. I'm just pretending. Oh, no. I'm just going to oh, pretend. This is fake breaking. Yep. So then we're going to come back in a couple seconds. Let me uh. All right. All right, we'll do that that way. All right, don't give it, don't give it away, you little asshole. 
Like, is this the fake break? Are we back from the fake break yet? Uh, like, motherfuck. Oh. <laughs> Great, now it's like a real one. <laughs> yeah. Since you had to bring up the rice pudding yes. thing, incident. She did it again? Uh, I, I have two stories for you, actually. <laughs> okay. One story is, a week ago, she gave my, my dogs corn on the cob. <sighs> and I told her, don't give them the cob. I fucking so told you, Beatrice. And my dog started eating the cob. Exactly. You know, you know what happens if dogs eat corn cob? They'll they'll chew up that whole corn on the cob, and it'll impact their uh, intestines. They won't be able to shit for like a week. Oh crap! I mean, no crap. Yeah, so that's good. So, but but anyways, my my dog didn't eat too much of the cob. I got it away in time. So you see, my mother-in-law's trying to kill my dogs. Huh? I don't get it. Well, and maybe you gotta take matters in your own hand and try to kill her. Story? Huh? Oh yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so one day she throws up my Who? mother-in-law she threw up her food she oh. couldn't she was sick and couldn't hold it down uh-huh and it was you know it was like something she ate some hamburger or some bullshit and she was gonna feed the throw up to my dog and i was like no we don't do that we're not we're not from the 1930s we're not that poor what is up with you Michigan you know, people? She's like, oh, the dogs will eat it. No. No, 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 no. She's not wrong. You're not feeding she's that to my dogs. <laughs> yeah, she's not wrong, but she is. You know, it's like, mm. I mean, they, they would eat it probably, but I'm just saying. I, I yeah, not yeah, not your dogs. Your dogs don't eat throw up. Yeah, not from other, only yours. <laughs> well, they, they will. They'll, you know, they'll eat poop, but, you know. I just don't want them. <laughs> yeah, you want them to eat the good shit. I don't want to make that a habit. Yeah, because they'll 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 <laughs> want it more weird. often. They'll they'll end up making your mother-in-law sick all the time just to get that puke. Right. That good puke. <laughs> exactly, and then then and then they'll puke from me, you know, and then I'm gonna have to be puking all the time. It's they'll just, they'll just, get out of hand. Yeah, they'll take Marilyn's hands and like dig <laughs> dig their way up into your asshole and just fucking take it for themselves. Dude, it's such a yeah. You're you're right. You're good at getting ahead of this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So, anyways, we're this dumb dude. And we're back from break. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, four, three, two, one.
got my eye on you, baby, on your velvet skin. I want to put my hands where they've never been. Get real hot in the midnight steam, soaking in the rain of my favorite dream. The lips are red, the moon is blue. I only ask you once what you want to do. Gonna touch you, babe, till the night is through. Look out, honey, got a line on you. Offer is for mature audiences only. Exciting, mysterious, intense, graphic, provocative, raw. This is no ordinary animation. This is the exotic, bizarre, and beautiful world of Japanese anime. And this is your invitation to enter with the modern classic Akira. Critics say Akira makes Blade Runner look like Disney World. It's action-packed, the future of animation. Siskel and Ebert call it the video pick of the week. Akira is yours for only $4.95 with subscription when you order the best of Japanese animation collection series. With these state-of-the-art sci-fi classics, you will enter a world beyond imagination, a future out of control, and an experience you will never forget. Don't say we didn't warn you. Call 1-800-414-4422 now to order Akira for only $4.95 plus $3.79 shipping and handling. Future volumes are $19.95 plus shipping. Mature audiences only. Welcome back, y'all. Hey, you guys remember that movie? Oh, whoops. Uh, do you guys remember? <laughs> okay, so the first movie we're yeah. doing tonight is Firebird 2015 AD. Uh, when's it from? 1981. 1981 is right. Firebird. So here is a promo. In the year 2015, gasoline is a thing of the past. Almost. I want that blue burner and scrap. You got it? Ah, they've been chasing me for years. All I ever got was four feathers. Firebird 2015 AD, Saturday afternoon at 1. All right. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> um, This movie is fucking awesome. I think I mentioned it to you, Ken, like after... <laughs> You know, oh, you know what else is funny about this movie, though, <coughs> right off the bat, is that we were going to do a show. I mean, we did the first part of the show, and it was based, uh, 
the show topic was the documentary the 50 worst movies ever made and we were doing like a review mm-hmm. of the 50 movies and i did it with um um evan okay. evan um oh my god i can't think <laughs> oh my god dave evan and stacy and we did the first like 26 or like countdown from 50 to 26 and then we didn't do the the second part of the show yet so um but firebird 2015 ad was one of those movies and i, I remember not being that enthralled it was on with your list of words. it was on yeah, yeah it was on a list yeah on that documentary so um i mean it's a bad movie but yeah you know whatever i'd like it it's it's 50 words yeah i mean that 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 we when we did that review the we kind of made mention of that shit too we're like um i kind of like that movie or eh, you know we kind of reviewed the person's review anyway critique the critique Uh yeah it's like doing a commentary track over a commentary track (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Firebird, um, basically, from what I said, you know, gasoline has been outlawed because of the, you know, pollution or just scarcity of it, whatever. But in the movie itself, um, Gavin McCloud's character um, is always making mentions like, that's a bunch of bullshit. You know, there's always someone like right. that. In fact, they say later on in the movie that that was like that's a conspiracy that there's an abundance of gasoline, and the politicians are just hoarding it for themselves or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the time frame this movie came out, eighty one, um, wasn't there wasn't there a gas gas crisis in the seventies? It, it was that, that was at the end of the yeah that's the yeah there was a seventies gas crisis. I mean, it was over by 81, but I mean, it was still on people's minds. Yeah. So this is just an alternative. Someone probably wrote this during the during that time frame and kind of used their own, like, <clears throat> sure, yeah. you know, plot device. Um, but the movie itself, uh, I don't, I can't remember the names of the characters, but they're the, um, oh, shit. They call them, bur- if you're, if you're, like, basically you're an outlaw, if you're driving a car around. And there's these people out there. Yeah, an unauthorized car. They call them the burners. And they're all unauthorized unless you're a politician or a cop or something. Or yeah, whatever. or one of the... Yeah, um, they're called burners. And then DVM is whatever they're called. Yeah. DMB. DMB. Can't DMB. catch a rabbit and you can't DMB. catch me. <laughs> yeah, let me... It's let me. Department of Vehicle Control. Yeah. You'd be well... Re- dollars on the black market. Here we go. I gotta play it. Ah, shit. Tricos Media, motherfucker. That's just like the government. It's like, what do you mean you can't go to work? Fuck. What do you mean you can't go to McDonald's? Don't you have money? 
Anyway. What, what year are they claiming? 92? 92. Yeah. Wow. When the government did this. <laughs> We're eminent domaining so everybody. <laughs> yeah. That was the end of the Bush. The first Bush. Yeah. It, it would be just like that. It was like, well, now we're, we can't be driving cars around. Uh, man, why don't you just get, go get a horse? <laughs> you need a horse. Read my lip. <laughs> no more gasoline. Dan Quayle's out on a horse, or he's on a fucking donkey. He's like, I got a horse. <laughs> Whee! Remember Dan Quayle? <laughs> no? Just, right. just say no to burning. You <laughs> <Two> burners. <laughs> no burning. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> okay. Glad that fucker's dead too. Alright, um DVC Billy Ledster. Yep. And Firebird. Okay, so the music's really cool. I mean that's what I liked about it at first. So you know, just watching the movie. Um do you guys have the names of the characters or yeah, should I pull I do. it? Okay. We got Darren McGavin is red. He's the main character. He's the main He's character. And then his buddy, or not his buddy, I'm sorry. Uh, we got McGavin. It's Doug McClure. <laughs> you might remember him from... Fighting dinosaurs. Chris- <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Eve yeah, goes to Doug camp. McClure, not, not Troy McClure. Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. You might remember me from such great movies. Yeah. Jesus, Firebird 2015, <laughs> and the Muppets take Firebird. Okay. And Mary Beth <laughs> is Jill. Yeah, that chick was awesome. All right, let me just say something about Jill really quick. Yeah, Mary Beth Rubens. Okay. Yeah, let me just say something about this chick. This is like, this is like the perfect chick to me. She's like like an asshole, but she really wants to get it on. So oh, she like, wants to get it on. Yeah. That so I'm shaft. Like, <laughs> first, second. <laughs> Third, fourth. It's like everything's sexy, woman. Yeah, I like it. You find that tailpipe? <laughs> yeah, I found a tailpipe. <laughs> I haven't got two of them. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. So, anyways, yeah, I think that not really Mary Beth Rubens. I think that she's really Taylor Swift. What? This is what? a theory of mine. What? Um, she looks like Taylor Swift to me. Mm, Mary Beth Rubens. Can you idiot? She wasn't even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hard no. Yeah, oh, okay. she was. She well, might not have been sperm yet, dude. Wrestling. She might have been pre-sperm, <laughs> like her grandpa's sperm by then, you know. Anyway, okay. So, did you look at, you look at some of the other movie Mary Beth Rubens was in? By the way, no. What she been in? She was in prom. She was in prom night. Okay, I never seen prom night. And she was in some. I was speaking of. She was in some War of the Worlds TV series from 1980. Oh my god! Now I do know her! Holy fuck! Yeah, she was the chick in the show. Holy shit! Okay. Wow, you got really excited about that. (laughs) Dude, I love that show. Whoa. All right. Wow. She was in some sketch comedy show on on Showtime back in, in in the 80s called Bizarre. Okay. She was known for this weird show. Okay, I'm not. And she's she's in an adult film from 1984 called Party Games for Adults Only. Okay, I'll look that up later. Because <laughs> man, Party Games for Adults Only, huh? You would need to know this information. 
Yes, Party Games for Adults Only. I want to know more about that movie. We might have to review that movie. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. Let me look it up. Oh, we do need to do, um, <laughs> uh, what was it, Curse of the Werewolf? Moon of the Wolf? Curse of the Werewolf, right? <laughs> Moon of the Wolf. Oh, that, is that the one with Peter Graves? Cause that, it was more. Yeah, that's Peter Graves. Oh, yeah. fuck. That one sucks. We should do the other one. Scream of the Wolf. Or, <laughs> wait, is it Scream of the Wolf? I can't remember. Scream? Scream the word. <laughs> we'll do whatever one you want. All right. Um, we should open this tonight because I still haven't. <laughs> where, where scream wolf? It reminded me because we talked about it on the show last year. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, pumpkin heads on there. Yeah, so we can scratch that off, I guess. Right? Dude, how awesome is Darren McGavin in this movie? <laughs> Fucking awesome, dude. He's red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, like he, he nothing faces you from shit. <laughs> I I like I personally like his his view on the world, oh, like politicians and everything. I mean, he's he's basically speaking about the Constitution, which is like pretty tried and true, right? I mean, still to this day, it's like very I don't to the point, you know. Like, there's not really much we need to, you know. I don't know. There's like, you know. To just speak frankly, not everyone's greater good is the next person's greater good, right? So, but in the movie, you know, they basically, he and Jill both have the same kind of, like, concept in their head. You know, like, they quote the Constitution, basically. And, you know, they're just saying, like, you know, we have the right to overthrow the government that is tyrannical. And his son, what was his son's name? Uh, Young Luke Skywalker. Um yeah, he's like, but the law says. I don't know. And that, this just seems like how people kind of, you know, are. They're like, well, I don't want to get in trouble, so, you know, let's not rebel against this, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. But His son had a weird accent. What was he Yeah, saying? it's like he was retarded. <laughs> That's what I thought at first. Like, he was just slow. No, there was, like, something wrong with him. Yeah, like he's maybe a foreign. Like, I couldn't tell what kind of accent it was supposed to be. Sometimes it was almost foreign sounding. Yeah. It's called stupid. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> that's from that's from oh. often gasoline fumes. <laughs> yeah. Well, not him. Maybe maybe that's what happened. Or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. We're thinking too deep in Oh shit. Oh, this is gonna be hard. We'll have to figure this out in a second. Oh oh yeah, I also have the I, I made mention of my wrestling ring. <laughs> we'll get to back to Firebird in a second, but I also just made my friend oh. Chuck uh, his own action figure. Um, it didn't really turn out that well because it just looks like kind of like a clay project in seventh grade, but, um, oh, yeah, that's cool. I only had like a day to work on it and I wanted oh, yeah. to, I only did it in like six hours, no biggie, whatever. Well, it, that's how I feel about it. It's like, it's not my best work. Huh? What now? Ken? Is it a one-off or is it something you, you made a mold of and you're produ- mass producing it? It's just a one-off because, um... I don't have the money to reproduce it, and plus, like it, the clay didn't. I painted onto the clay, which I should have not done. And anyway, it's not. It won't be. Anyway, I wanted I to do you. a new one, but so I just like blister made a blister um, card for it, and yeah, and I just made it for his birthday. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it looked cool. You, I saw a picture of that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, in the video, remember? Because <laughs> like when I put it together, I just started laughing because it looked just ridiculous. Anyway, can you unfold that? You've done this before, so you know what. You can kind of explain it better. 
<clears throat> so Nick's wife got us this poster. Okay, there was a film thing on. Okay, and uh, so what do you do? You scratch it off and then you watch it, or vice versa. You watch it and scratch it off. Oh, okay, you know, no cheating. But oh, it says the name on it though. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's it, what I'm saying. Like it tells you what to watch, and when you're done watching it, you're like, okay, cool. Oh, I'll, so it just has the image. Okay, mark that one off. It's so it's so weird. It's like you. It's almost like you should like scratch it off to find out what movie it is. It's so weird. I don't know, but it's cool. <laughs> and what we can totally yeah. scratch off pumpkin heads from. It, so, all right. I'm sure Firestar is on here too. I'm gonna do, oh, oh, nice. Fuck. <laughs> Quit knocking shit over, dude. Um, so, so uh, like a movie calendar that you you like an advent calendar. Like you scratch them off as you watch them. I yeah. It, it's both <laughs> i thought it was an advent calendar because like that you open it and you get like a special treat or whatever right this you you already see the name of it but then you scratch it off if you watched it or you know vice versa or you're going to watch it okay anyways ooh, event so, horizons on here Ooh, we definitely need to do that one um ken have you ever seen hardware hardware mm. No, that's what I think can think of. Okay, because I want to do hardware and Blade Runner cool. together. Okay, hardware. They spelled uh, Pet Cemetery wrong here. Was hardware Wars. Oh, the, the Star Wars. <laughs> hardware? No. Hardware. <laughs> no, dude. Well, I mean, that's a hardware. good, stupid movie, but. Blade. All right, let's let's just finish uh, well, Firebird. Which version of Blade Runner you want to do? The director's cut. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess both. We can talk about both, I guess. I mean, there's only... Okay. I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll talk more. But we the next show we're doing... Right. I think the next show we're doing is the Scream show. So... Okay. Get get that shit done. <laughs> Watch those fucking movies. So study that Scream. Those Scream movies. Yeah. And go on Wikipedia and find out every <laughs> piece of information about you can. Okay. <clears throat> so Firebird, you know, basically there's just outlaw people that, you know, find gas and still use their cars and blah, blah, blah. But then there's the DVC that want to put them out of, you know, stop them. So, you know, it's uh, it's stop like... Stop them because ride it for freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Riding. Riding for freedom. Yeah, that's a good and song, And they want to shoot them, but they don't want to <laughs> kill them. We're yeah. gonna shoot you. We just wanted to disable you. Yeah. We're well, gonna yeah, blow so your shit up, though. We're not afraid of that. So one of the ma- one of the guys in the DVC, he um he's kind of gone crazy because he he got molested somehow or like you know something happened to him by some burners. So he's out for revenge, even more so than doing just his regular job. So he gets right. all the guy wearing the war paint. Yeah, he gets all Native Americanish and. But yeah. his brother is the the main guy in the DVC, and he kind of, like, vouches for his brother. Or not vouches, but he, like, lets him get away with things. And he's like, I got him under control. Don't right. worry about it. But all his peers are like, he's yeah. fucking up, man. He's messing with the money, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was just, uh, name, uh, Friday the 13th, part six. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. Oh, did you ever hear, like, you're supposed to watch that movie in black and white. Do no. you hear that theory? No. Yeah. I Why? have 
it just it makes it look better i don't know <laughs> someone says something about it i'm like all right i tried it it was just kind of boring i'm like oh okay well, well, i wish this was in color YouTube YouTube or something how are you supposed to watch it on black and white i i edited it myself oh i just took the color out. Just it was fan- stupid yeah. fancy pants over here <laughs> to watch it in black and white and set it up to um pink floyd's uh <laughs> the wall <laughs> the wall. <laughs> we don't need no education. <laughs> yep. So people do that. Oh yeah. Speaking of, um, uh, I think I, I want to mention some correspondence. Um, I've not talked to Roadster in a while. I in that, I guess I can't re- even remember what he said. <laughs> That's stupid. Okay, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> so. Anyways, if you're still listening, dude, hey. Oh, oh yeah, other people that listen. Um, I was recently on the Game Files podcast, which is Matt and um, Radis's podcast. And uh, their topic was time travel movies and just the concept of time travel. So I was drunk and high, so I, you know, I was just rambling about all kinds of stupid shit, interrupting it. But um, one thing I mentioned... Like, ultimately, what I mentioned was, like, you know, in every time travel movie I've ever watched, something bad happens anytime you go back. And, you know, like, as much as I would like to go back and change things that have happened in my life, I really don't. Because, not just for my sake, but for everybody's sake. Like, if you go back and change something for yourself, something else is going to change for someone else, too. And so, that's above my responsibility realm. So, it's like, just leave it as it is. My life was okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How do you guys feel about it? I'm Wait, that's where you're going you with that? <laughs> reckoning with time travel. Don't Thank do it, I'm saying. It's not you you're not just playing with your life, you're playing with their a lot of people haven't reached that, that level. Reach what level? <laughs> of maturity? I'm saying is that ultimate moral <laughs> about the dangers of of time travel. Yeah. And messing with the past and changing the future. Yeah. I know it sounds fun. I know it sounds fun to go back and... <laughs> Until you actually do it. Yeah. And then you come back and, like, yeah. there is no Aunt Phyllis anymore. That person never existed. <laughs> or Michael this Jordan... This has been brought to you by Retro, Retro, Retro. Yeah. Time travel. Sounds awesome. Kids, time travel. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck around. Not just playing with your <laughs> life, you're playing with mine. All right. So, Firebird, 2015 AD. So, yeah, it happened in 2015, right? <laughs> That's what the movie is, right? Well, it came out in 81. One. Song says 92. <laughs> 2015. Well, 92 was like one of the... um focal points of what they were saying yeah i got it i'm yeah. just okay. not going on there <laughs> i know right around in the desert in their cars a lot like mad max but not so much yeah no little naked feral boys throwing boomerangs <laughs> no <laughs> all right so anyways the luke skywalker character and jill like this is what i liked most about the movie is just jill's character she was just so i mean she was like a tomboy but still, she was so attractive. It's like, I don't know. Like I'm saying, it's like, mm-hmm. I would have loved to be that dude. I wouldn't have been as stupid as him. You know, I'm yeah. like, oh, you got my shirt wet. What yeah. the f- Why are you getting naked, Jill? 
<laughs> what are you doing there? Why? <laughs> it's like, dude, get your head out of your fucking ass. And and even the even her dad mm-hmm. and like her dad was like, oh, he's gonna, she's gonna fuck him, all right. Yeah, she's it's like, what the? And Red's like, he, he he better not. He's a virgin. What? It's like, Red, you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> so, yeah, this movie's awesome. Just what the? Oh, that's it. Um, I don't know who do. Do you have notes? Red you wanna needed a, a grandson to give his firebird to. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the other dude. That's what the other dude was saying. It's like, she ain't put out yet. Or, when are you going to give me a grandchild? It's like, I will when I fucking want. I got to find the right Luke Skywalker looking dumbass. Oh, he'll do. <laughs> we got to breed more little burners around here. Yeah. All the burners around here are fat assholes. With blood coming out of their nose. <laughs> All right. Meth heads. All right. <laughs> what, what, do you, what are your... Uh, did, How'd you first come about this movie, Ken? Since you suggested it. I, just, I was randomly looking at stuff on uh, Facebook. I mean, not Facebook, YouTube. And it, it was on one of my, my YouTube channels that I subscribed to. Mm. Had you not heard about this previous? No. Uh-uh. Your dad didn't take you to the drive-in to see it? this movie. <laughs> Right <laughs> you went to first grade the next day. Like, and you know what? I'm a Darren McGavin fan because I liked him in the Night Stalker. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and whatever else he's been in. I prefer Billy Madison. From outer space, I, don't know. I say Christmas Story, but <laughs> apples and oranges, y'all. Oh, Christmas Story! Yeah, he the Christmas story. Yeah, well, it's it's a it's a major award. Yeah. Goddamn bumpuses! <laughs> All right. You know, we've never done Christmas Story, and we probably never will, because it's a little too mainstream. It's kind of like Goonies, and everyone's yeah. like, hey, let's do Goonies, man, the Karate Kid, man. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. Go watch them yourself, you <laughs> stupid asshole. Go on Rotten Tomatoes, they already reviewed it. All right, sorry. If you guys all love this movie, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, so what happens... Um. Now they rode for the freedom and got away. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the end. <laughs> it's 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 pretty fun. You know, it's it's really cool. It's kind of like um, I don't know if anybody remembers. I I don't know if you guys remember particularly, but we did the we did this show uh, movie called Americathon, which is basically the can- um, uh-huh. you know, oh, I think oh, yeah. I gave you a copy of that, didn't I, Ken? With John Ritter. I think you did. So in that movie, John Ritter plays the president. In um, America, people can't get gas anymore, so they basically start living in their cars because cars are obsolete. And um, uh, America gets sold off, or America's going to get sold off to China and Israel. But then um, Amer- uh, the president is like, why don't we have a telethon? So they have a Americathon. Where people have to call in and pledge their yeah. money to save America. <laughs> it's not too much similar to what's happening now, right? <laughs> SOS! SOS! All right. Um, <laughs> we didn't redo that yet, have we? Yeah, we did. That movie. Yeah. On the show. That's, that's why I mentioned oh, it. Like, did? you guys weren't on the show yet. Oh. Yeah, because we did it, like, probably in 2016, oh. 17, or something like that. But we can re review oh, it. Okay. But it, what I'm saying is, I gotcha. think I gave I think I gave you my copy of it because it's one of those Warner Archive DVDs. Uh huh. Yeah. So, 
I'm not sure if I gave you it or you just. I still have your um superhero one. <laughs> I don't know if I gave it back or not. Anyhow, <laughs> fuck it. There's that sound clip. Fuck it. All right. So I'm I'm gonna give Firebird 2015 AD. I'm gonna give it a four. I want to give it a five, but since it's a little kind of outdated, I'm not saying like just because it's old, it doesn't have a lot of merit. It's fucking awesome. I, I've, I've watched it multiple times since um, I first viewed it when you mentioned it, Ken. Um, and I really like it. I'm mean, the music's cheesy, but I like the cheesiness of it. Um, I like the characters and it. it's, there's like, there's a mild, uh, moments of like rape that's going to happen but it doesn't which is kind of cool um it just makes you like not like right. that character even more which does you know the plot thickens <laughs> you know it's like mm-hmm. um but other than that like if it feels like it was a made for tv movie i'm not sure if it was i don't think it was but it's kind of got that 70s no, i don't think it was yeah but it's kind of got that 70s uh made for tv feel to me like it was, you know, like you should see yeah. commercials in between parts or something. You expect trucker song. <laughs> yeah. So it's good. I mean, it's it's fucking awesome, actually. I love it. Um. So yeah, just four, four out of five. What do you say, Ken? I mean, Nick. Sorry. <laughs> you doing all right? I'm doing good. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I came across this movie from the Fifty Worst Movies. Oh, cool. Um, and I did, I wanted to see it or dive into it more because of, um, uh, fuck the movie, the documentary, Darren McGain, Mc, uh, oh. McGain. and, uh, I just never did. So when you brought it up, I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember that from the 50 worst. And then you got me the copy and I watched it. So, I mean, I'm sure if I saw it a couple more times, I'd probably have a different feeling on it. Nah. But I rated it a three out of five. And it's not because I don't like it. It's just when you watch like 10 minutes with a driving a car. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Where's the Night Rider yeah, music? Can we get on with this? And then some of the acting is just so bad. And the writing's even bad too. But you, almost, I can still appreciate it. And um, it still has a really cool story as it plays out and meaning behind it as well i was not a fan when i first started watching this um about to happen rape scenes and that did not happen mm-hmm. but i'm like i'm just totally turned off by that yeah when it, in, in movies that's and, pretty much my only complaint like yeah. i really it's like that part i mean i, I get it but you know ugh. anyway yeah <laughs> thinking too deep into it and the ending's really cool and how you have a DVC person help them out in the law run. They're like, yeah, fuck this place. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck these people. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. We're going to join the burners, yeah. uh, which is which is cool, too. So and you're definitely right, though. It definitely does have a feeling of a made-for-TV movie that was supposed to be watched on a Saturday night or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Coming up next, yeah, Kevin McLeod in. Um, this is bullshit. Well, that's why. That's where I'm at with it. I'm at the battle for Endor. <laughs> oh. All right, so Ken, what do you think? That, was, that wasn't. That bad. 
I know. It was awesome. I'm going to give it a three out of five just because of Mary Beth Rubens. <laughs> I want this movie edited down to just her, her? scenes. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm fine. Also, the camera. Well, I want the camera pointed together. down a little more, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to re-edit this movie. Okay, do it and send it to me. You see side boob, and that's about it. <laughs> Let's get a good copy first, because the versions on YouTube are washed the fuck out. I'm going to find all the nudity from Mary Beth Rubin's other films, like her party games. The <laughs> party game are for adults only. <laughs> and, uh... And I'm going to edit that into my new cut of oh, God. Firebird 2015. <laughs> do you need artwork for the cover? Yeah, and you're going to do right. the artwork, and we're going to release this Firebird 2022. <laughs> <AD>. <laughs> Sounds good. It's all C9C music. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Come on, sing. First. Oh my God! Hold on. Here we go. Girls and picket fences. Oh yeah, that line too. She's talking about the gear shift. She's yeah. like, gear shifts ruin more girls than white picket fences. And I was like, you dirty bitch. She's talking about her hymen, I think. Unless I'm wrong. I mean, what would? Why would a fence hurt a girl? I'm just. <laughs> I think I'm right. <laughs> the gears. That makes it stop. And that tells it to go. Unless you grab his wiener. So far? Sure. Okay, step on the clutch. No, 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 no. Now push it in and hold it. Ooh. Slip it in. Nice and easy. Oh my god. Gentle. Easy. Now, isn't that better? Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> Oh, good God. <laughs> She's fucking stroking it. More girls and picket fences. See? Okay, enough. I gotta go rub one out. <laughs> Holy God. All right. So what? what's the next movie? Fire Firestarter. Der Feuertufel. I guess I should... That's the German name for the movie. <laughs> is it? The Fire Devil. It is. No, it really is. I saw that in some IMBD or some, <laughs> or some um, vivid entertainment wiki, some, some YouTube comment. Every way. Charlie, now watch what you do. It was some. Did she do that? What are you gonna do with it? Well, bring her here, so you can do all your tests, and you give her to me. Charlie has the power. Do something bad, please, to love me. She can set things on fire. Something's happening in there. With just a glance. It is a power she does not want. Stick around. Daddy, I'm scared. So am I, honey. A power she cannot control. Back off. And each night, she prays to be just like every other child. We haven't got her yet. We have. But there are those who will do everything in their power to find her control her Charlie and maybe destroy her Charlie come to me Charlie go you would have to burn it down I mean burn it all down 
Charlie McGee is Stephen King's Firestarter. Will she have the power to survive? I got the power. Yes. <laughs> um, man, what, when's this for? Uh, Eighty-four. Yeah. So this is like after ET and blah blah blah. Um, I'm not sure if this is like in the throes of her like alcoholism or anything, but I can't imagine it being too far from it and all that kind of shit. Um, but you know that shit aside, all that fire start probably helped her become an alcoholic. Yeah, she got some money. <laughs> it's like you're the number one movie in yeah. the box office this year. All right, do you want a pony or cocaine? <laughs> so it's you know. What's the logical choice for a 12-year-old girl? Anyway, um, so I remember seeing this. I want to say, I want to say it was like, I don't know. I want to say 85, 86-ish because I saw it on TV. Um, but I do remember seeing um, behind-the-scenes stuff for it. Like on uh, Nickelodeon had this show called uh, Movie. No, what was it called? I can't remember, but they used to have like a movie review show where they would show behind the scenes stuff. And that's the first time I saw monster squad. So that's kind of interesting that they were showing that on Nickelodeon in the first place. But yeah, they showed like scenes of, um, um, you know, her shooting the fireballs and like a dude in a suit being on fire. Pretty much the stuff I put on the, um, the DVD for you guys, but yeah, I like that. About the effects. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, there was a show on, um, Nickelodeon that I saw this and, then I remember seeing it shortly after that, and I I loved the movie. Like even to this day, I rem- I still have remembrances of being a little kid watching this and thinking how awesome it was when I was a kid. And it was there's a lot of emotion behind it too because I I kind of I mean you it, this movie along with um over the top were kind of movies that made me sad when I was a kid because of the like a mom or a dad being taken away in both those movies there was a mom so um but you know it just it kind of got to me and I, it resonated with me a little bit so that's kind of like underlining why i like these movies more but the story i'm the story behind firestar is fucking awesome and the acting is awesome all the i mean all the actors are cool um so i let an unusual cats yeah and it's a stephen king story right yeah mm-hmm. Yep, the, the yeah. cast is amazing in this movie. It's like, I mean, they're giving us George C. Scott for fuck's sake. You know, it's like. I mean, that's just that's a <laughs> that's a deal breaker right there for me. That's a. We're not a deal breaker. Yeah, no, a, no, it's, it's a, a deal maker. Deal, see the deal. I yeah, guess. that's a. <laughs> what are you fuck you're talking about, boy? <laughs> God damn it! All right. Charlie, <laughs> oh, he such a, like, <laughs> evil, you know, government assassin guy. So, yeah, he plays the best. He should, man. George C. Scott would have been awesome in Predator. Is like their higher sergeant or something. It's like, yeah. get out there and kill that he, fucking thing. Even his Heather Locklear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Heather Locklear. You got Martin Sheen. Uh, Heather Locklear in her prime. David Keith. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, Fake um Kurt or uh Kurt Russell. Uh, David Keith, right? Or Kurt yeah. Russell. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, no, I 
It's funny you say that because that's a. You know, I seem to remember Kurt Swayze this movie as <laughs> Patrick Swayze or Kurt Russell in it, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's that David Keith guy. Yeah, I I, I always mix him up with other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fucking guy who He's thinks. He's a poor man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, compilation. Maybe. See if there's a George C. Scott compilation. I better have the Access Three in it. That's all I got to say. Just have this plan. There. I just thought I might uh, mosey over to the war room for a few minutes, see what's doing over there. It's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> this guy, he sounds like he eats a pack of cigarettes a day. <laughs> he eats a pack of cigarettes with his breakfast and his black coffee. <laughs> and a lemon. Yeah. <laughs> you just start your countdown, and old Bucky will be back here before you can say, Fuck it. <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I guess it kind of sucks for people. Like, especially you, Ken, because you're not here with us. But. There's this. On YouTube, there's this uh, thing called The Films of George C. Scott by Mad World1427. Check out this video, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> he was carrying a lady in a sleep. <laughs> oh, he's got a mo. Oh, he's got a porn stash. God. Oh, what the fuck? Well, he's gonna fuck a dude. Hey, look at his oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. This is awesome. And whatever music's playing is good too, <laughs> even though I don't like it. Sounds like that's not George Scott. Oh, that's the Changeling. Oh my God, this is great. All right. And he's got a... Oh, my God. That's that's the perfect grandpa right there. All right. Dude, this guy. <laughs> he's a legend. <laughs> sorry, y'all. Um, sorry, Ken. Sorry you're not here with us to see this awesomeness. Um, All right. So let's just talk about Firestarter. Um, do you have more to say about it? More to say about it. Dude, this movie <laughs> is just... <laughs> it is uh, so uh, cool. Uh, the The... Uh, I don't even know what the hell they're called, but like the government people, when I was watching this again, I never realized how much it reminded me. I think I told you of Halloween three season of the witch, which is these creepy. They don't talk much. They just, they show up out of nowhere and they just, there's like fucking 20 of them. Men in black <laughs> show up. And you're like, Secret service. Um, but once again, a really cool concept for a movie or I mean, story book. Cause it was written. And shortly, I mean, the book was written in 1980, or it came out in 1980, and this came out in 81? 80. No, no, 84. 84, yeah. 84, so a couple years after that. But um, the the overall execution of the movie is really good, too, uh, with all different filming locations. I love the the grandpa that owns the farm that picks him up, because he reminds me of, of the uh, chainsaw. Seller, oh and yeah, Texas Massacre too. <laughs> That's my business seal. <laughs> <laughs> you know who he is, though. No, I don't. He was the grandpa in the "Oops, I crap my pants" commercial from Saturday Night Live. Really? Yep. I'll oh, okay. Let's pull that up. All right. That's great. You know that. <laughs> um, but no, I I love this movie. It's such a good movie, and you can go back and watch it all the time. Yep. Here we go. You might know this guy from Firestarter. Hey, Mom, what do you say to a game of tennis? Come on, Hannah. Do you want our side to boy 
guys don't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll get my racket. Uh, on second thought, I think I better sit this one out. You kids go ahead. I want to have a talk with your old grandma. You're still having control problems, aren't you? I just don't feel confident, Harvey. Come with me. I want to let you in on a little secret. <laughs> Here we are. Oops, I crapped my pants. Oops, I crapped my pants. I've heard of those. Do they work? Oops, I crapped my pants. I've performed every bladder and bowel control product on the market today. Here, let me show you. I imagine this picture of iced tea is really a gallon of your feces. Now see how a super thick fluff filter allows for maximum absorbency without leaking. I'm impressed. Oops, I crap my pants can hold a lot of dung. I get this. Oops, I crap my pants are biodegradable. Now that's good for the environment. How do you know so much about oops, I crap my pants? I'm wearing them, and I just did. Thanks, oops, I crap my pants. Listen, you're a pharmacist and just say, oops, I crap my pants. From Rocky and Dan. You still there, Ken? How the fuck did you know that from yes. <laughs> I just, his mannerisms, like his voice. I've seen that. Oh, hello? Uh, uh, hello? I've seen that commercial a ma- million times. Mm. And I just remember how he says, how his man, just how he acts. And that. The actor from Firestar, I'm like, hey, that's, oops, I crap my pants, Grandpa. So, he's been a grandpa for, he's a career grandpa. Um, so, the all right, I guess we should talk about the plot really quick, and then I'll get your opinions, Ken. Um, it's about, uh, what's the guy's name? The man? David Keith's character? Andy. Andy. He and Heather Lock, he and Heather Locklear's character signed up for this thing at the, um, what's it called? The, uh, the, st- the store? Wait. What's it called? The I don't know. Whatever clinic they went to to test lot six out. Yeah, the... I don't know what it's called. Yeah, what the fuck? The the factory? The... Well, eh. maybe, yeah, maybe it was called the factory. Right. So, yeah. So, um, they both signed up for this thing. They, like they, they, t- <laughs> yeah. they take uh, experimental drugs and different effects happen to different people. And why not? Yeah, I mean... We do it all the time. <laughs> what do you think half our food is? <laughs> um, so, they're, they're f- the first thing that happens is uh, David David Keith or Andy is talking to Heather Locklear, but he's saying it telepathically. She's like, "What a beautiful, what a uh, nice thing to say." He's like, "I didn't say nothing." She's like, yeah. yeah, your hair is I like just it. <laughs> the shop. The shop. Okay. Um, so they meet. And they fall in love, and but then a lot of bad shit happens at the shop. You know, people. I don't know. We don't get their backstories, but we see glimpses of people's eyes bulging. Oh, fuck, dudes! I love the guy who who's bleeding out of his eyes. Yeah, and he's screaming that they flash back to all the time. <laughs> yeah, um, That's my favorite scene for some reason. Before I forget, I want to do the Devil's Reign. I think I put okay. I think I put on discs for you guys, but if I didn't, I'll get it to you. But I really want to do that movie. I, I've right. been wanting to do that movie since I started the fucking show. I just always forget. All right. Anyway. Awesome. So the uh, the eyes bleeding remind me of that movie. So so Andy oh, yeah. comes to find out that he can use his po- his powers to um, influence to make people yeah, do what they he use wants. The term, specifically, they use the word push. Yes. To push people to do. Th- yeah. 
Yeah, he pushes. On, there's a move. Yeah, he pushes and Charlie pulls. <laughs> pull back, Charlie. <laughs> or, or no, she's got to pull back. Yeah. Anyway. No, no, right. She she has pyrokinesis. Yes. So, and that that's another thing too. Like they make they make mention of it when um, uh, when the Charlie Sheen's character is talking to George C. Scott character, and they're like, or the mm-hmm. doctor's like, you got you can't imagine how it must have been when the little baby you know blah blah it's like well they must have survived somehow because they made it to when she was a little girl right you know it's like yeah what, i mean it it makes you it, i guess it would be way too much to actually film and you know even have that kind of thought because it could just totally ruin the rest of the movie i guess but so basically it shows scenes of them together as a family and they escaped the the the, the shop or whatever so they're just living a normal life, but and they're trying to che- teach Charlie how to use her powers and not hurt. Because when you first, uh, when Charlie first mentions anything about her mom, she's like, "I hurt mommy, blah blah." So it leads you to believe like she killed her, and she even says that too, right? Mm-hmm. But she right. wasn't the one who did it, no. so she's got this weird yeah, false she was memory. Folded up in a fucking iron <laughs> closet. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> All Michael Myers style, <laughs> and the washer was going. Yeah, that. That's something else that, like, when I watched this recently, um, got to me. It's like, man, what if you came home and, I mean, that was your reality. That's like, that's fucked up, dude. So, not just that, but it's like, then having to just take care of your own, your kid while you're on the run and just all oh, buck flowers, you dumb son of a bitch. All right, um, yeah, just so everything about this movie is cool, and I really like it because. It reminds me of the 80s. I mean, obviously, there's a reason, but um, it's just seemed, it was like things were a little more simple. Like, thinking back to, like, when they, they um, went to the gra- the grandfather's or the grandparents' uh, cabin, like, out in the, uh-huh. wherever they were, that reminds me of when I was Our a kid. Journey. Yeah. <clears throat> um, when I was a kid, my uh, mom's first husband had like a house that was kind of like off like that and there was like this creek and all that. i don't know it just reminds me of that but it reminds me of how simple things were like you could just go out and live like that you know and minimal uh-huh. you know minimal distractions or whatever but now it's kind of like you're just so on your you know like there's wi-fi everywhere now i don't know it just it just reminded me of a simpler time and it that's what i i think besides the um you know like the emotional tact of the movie just the scenery and you know like the locations were really interesting like especially that that location okay so yeah. they're on the run and they meet up with that grandpa guy and you you get to see first like right at the beginning like they both have powers and um Andy's trying to teach Charlie not to use them and blah 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 or to control it better and Andy's just trying not to use his at all because it basically does something to his brain each time like he's getting some kind of like hemorrhages or something so right he's getting this weird note so they're on you know they're on the the run from the government and I don't know George C. Scott's character or not George uh, Charlie Sheen's character I don't know if he's supposed to be like runner-up to become president or he is the president or they don't make mention of it 
Do they make mention of what no, he they was? Don't. I don't know. Yeah. They, uh, no. I'm just assuming no, he I don't think you know what he is. They don't. You don't yeah. know what the hell he is. He's a politician or he's just the head of this evil lab or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm really thinking I'm writing fan fiction here. I'm I'm just thinking this is like the precursor to uh, right or the left, the right wing, the West Wing, whatever that show was that he was on, where he played the president. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, he dies in this. Never mind. Okay, so oh, spoiler, sorry, are y'all? But you should have fucking seen this already. It's been fucking all right. Um, so now forever on beta. <laughs> yeah, where's your beta copy, asshole? All right, um, where's your beta tape. Yeah, there's even an Atari mix. game. <laughs> I hope not. Um, is there? Play it with I have no oh. idea. <laughs> Firestarter on Atari. Play as Andy, not. Firestarter. Watch Back out for off. George. Yeah. Old games. Back off. Light the tub on fire. <laughs> um. So George C. Scott's character in this, uh, he's awesome in every movie, but just the creepiness of the was kind of off-putting he is kind of creepy yeah especially like his his whole criteria f- for wanting to help you know it's like um yeah. they're gonna test her and then after they use her up he wants her for fucking right. what it, yeah, right. it's implied that well, there's some kind of i'm gonna raise her as my daughter well that's what i'm when they first announced or he said well i want her when you're done like yeah, she's very young like, uh, she's why? very beautiful and I'm gonna get her to you know fall for me or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah. then when she he puts her to bed and she says goodnight, daddy, he's like, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I already, I already <laughs> yeah. got her. Yep, that's how they worked back then. This movie's just a like a cautionary tale all around. Anyway, <laughs> don't use your telekinesis for evil unless Jersey Scott's trying to bang you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but then you find out later what his true intentions are, what he wants her for. Yeah, and it's not for what you think it is. <laughs> Meat. <laughs> I'm gonna eat that little girl. All right. Anyway, so uh, they they get um, they enlist his character to get them, and he gets them. Um, they bring her back, bring them back to the shop, and they separate them. So Andy's off and. They're they're constantly drugging him up, you know, just keep him subdued, blah blah blah. Um, but it's fucking. Ob- I mean, there's no way that these two will not escape eventually. I mean, Andy will use his fucking powers that he can make anybody think anything. <laughs> Hello, and then fu- like like the part where he Charlie Sheen's like, "Well, I don't know if I can do that." It's like, "Yes, you fucking will." I mean, like he even kind of resisted. It's like, "Oh, I don't know if I can give." Give me the fucking keys, you dipshit. I'm using my fucking powers on you right now. Oh, yeah. Here you go, sir. You want me to pull my pants around my ankles, too? Like, no, no, it's unnecessary. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> kind of like, well, I'm going to do it anyways. Um, <laughs> so, so, in you know, eventually, uh, they get away. I mean, I'm not going to, I won't spoil the ending, but, so, Ken, what do you think? Mm-hmm. What's your, what are your thoughts on the movie? All right, I have some thoughts on the movie. Actually, you know, I, let me read I, Rotten I, Tomatoes I first. When I when I first saw this movie, I, I think I saw it on um, beta tape. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say nice. beta. <laughs> yeah, we still had a beta machine, and we recorded a lot of stuff on beta. 
Oh, you uh, did, huh? Yeah, actually, we had both later on. We had beta and VHS, but yeah, we would we would rent movies and then record them. Hello, hello, hello. And hello, uh, hello. hello. So, hello. Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just fucking with I the thing. Him. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, when I remember watching Firestarter, and I I liked the movie, but I didn't think it was a great movie at the time. I mean, I like it a lot better now. I appreciate it a lot more. But the time I thought, ah, it's just another movie, just another Stephen King adaptation, you know. I didn't. I guess I didn't really, you know, you know, because it, it, a bunch of cool stuff had come out, and we'd seen all kinds of people get killed and blown up, and scanners had been out, and I don't know, Rainstorm, all these other. There were a lot of cool films out at the time. <clears throat> so I, I think in a way it got, you know, it got crowded out in my mind with. with so much stuff coming out on video at the time so i i I guess i want to say i underappreciated and now i find out you know this wasn't adapted by stephen king from his own novel it was by another writer and a a lot of uh, stephen king fans i was reading uh don't like it because it's not true to the novel so i don't know what that's about but they're remaking this movie uh i was just reading that um (laughs) bloom house He's putting out, uh, I think, next year, a version of this film, a a redo that's supposed to be closer to Stephen King's novel. Well, that's, I mean, who cares now? You know, it's like... Right, right. I know. You know, the demographic that's for now, like, they don't give a fuck that was by Stephen King or any other fucking author. They they don't even care about the fucking original either. It's like, ooh, who's Drew Barrymore, that grandma that was in that... SoCal Diet movie show. <laughs> you know? It's like, no one knows who she is anymore. I noticed that the music was done by Tangerine Dream. Mm-hmm. And the opening music, I thought, was a little bit lame. But then it got kind of cool later on in the movie. And I thought it sounded kind of like uh, John Carpenter had scored it. You know, it had that that very 80s keyboard sound. Yeah, synthy stuff. Yeah, I yeah, I was I saw that in the credits, but I didn't really notice it. I didn't I mean, I I got the sequential music, but it wasn't really it didn't really appeal to me as much. It was just kind of there. So, it wasn't bad or good right. to me. Well, I was kind of I mean, indifferent, so. Now, now on this viewing of it, I I really paid attention to that Tangerine Dream track. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> soundtrack. Uh I I found it odd that they say lot 6. They go. They they were all surprised. They they didn't expect it to do much. They claimed because they said it's just a pituitary extract. It's a it's a it's a painkiller mixed with a hallucinogen. I'm like, what? It just seems weird. Like painkiller mixed with a hallucinogen. Oh, you're talking pituitary about pituitary the... extract. Lot six. It's what what they claim that lot six is yeah. scientifically. You know. Oh wait. They, and. and I don't know. They, they they claimed that when they were doing these trials, they didn't expect to get much results from it. Oh, like, but, but what what were they looking for for results? You know? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. I know. Well, tell that to the government. Story wise, <laughs> to, to, to the you can't. Yeah, MK the Ultra story is very. Like they don't explain what they're going to use it so, for, and but Martin Sheen's is so. Did you say that? Goddamn, Sarah just did. Oh, <laughs> she just blew up the whole room. You know, it's yeah. like, okay, great, but we can sell it to the circus. Yeah. Woo! What are you gonna do with it? Like he was exuberant. 
Put it on TV. Right. Make some money. We're going to take it to the Supreme Court. <laughs> are you rolling? Every t- Are you rolling this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're rolling, yeah, goddammit. Are you recording this? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It, it's just a tale of, like, you know, corrupt scientists and, you know, trying to manipulate human beings and blah, 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 and the results of what would happen. Um, did, did you catch that uh, spell spelling blooper or, or spell the typo in the end credits? I didn't. Special effects. I didn't because no one else did except IMDb. Oh. Well, no, I, I read it on IMDb. It said, look out for this. So <laughs> so then I was watching the end credits. And yeah, sure enough, even in that copy you got there, it's special effects. It's spelled S-P-E-I-C-A-L. Oh, effects. shit. It ruins the movie. Yeah, so it's kind of, yeah. kind of, <laughs> Shut it's up, Ken. interesting. <laughs> Apparently they didn't correct it. How many times does this movie come out? I bet you it's misspelled on the uh, Blu-ray edition now, too. Well, now they just kept it. They're like, fuck, man. I'm I know. I, I just can't get worried about it. Yeah, right. It's mis- no, no matter how hard I try. I just can't get worried about it. You know, George know what I mean, Poncho? Know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Um, so, so... IMDBD also I sent you guys the uh, the disclaimer that it ended up on the cutting room floor but I guess there was a disclaimer originally in the end titles that didn't get used oh yeah about it being like a work of fiction I'll read it to you okay the original disclaimer said Firestarter contains a purely fictional account of a small group of ruthless and corrupt scientific researchers and national intelligence agents. These characters do not represent the United States government, and it would be erroneous and unfair to suggest that they do. The vast majority of North American intelligence and research personnel have demonstrated the utmost moral sense regard for civilian welfare and worthiness of the public trust make sure you Isn't that uh, weird? tell them uh <laughs> that's straight a weird, from uh that's a weird thing that someone put there and then took out <laughs> yeah so there it's must be something got put there yeah there must be something deeper going on with this fucking movie then yeah i think so fucking ronald oh, reagan shit they're on us <laughs> ron reagan gave that fucking thing it's like make sure you put this disclaimer in the front of that fucking movie or i'll kick your ass because you know that's george yes. bush <laughs> <laughs> well they're the same guy anyways you know, right six is an ethical program and i don't want anyone thinking that it's not those goddamn communists all right well <laughs> well um, Nancy and I we were talking about lot six last night, <laughs> and she made me take some before we made a little what we call whoopee in the White House. <laughs> and let me tell you, lot six, it works. <laughs> it's gonna be on the store shelves with lava soap. Take more of it last night. Remember, remember DD seven. But I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> remember DD seven. DD7? Yeah. Here, let me see if I can uh, find a commercial for it. Oh, what? Um, DD7 uh, commercial. There we go. It was like this. Uh, it's like OxyClean. Yeah, it was like. Here, I'll play it really uh, quick. Has this ever happened to you? Uh, fuck. Oh, what a mess. Oh. How about this? 
Oh, yeah. Pete's on my shoulder. I job Pete's all the time. Expensive silk blouse Throw it away. Or have they? Now there's a way to deal with the most difficult stains quickly, safely, and thoroughly. DD7. DD7 is a super concentrated formula Toothpaste. that removes stains but won't harm fabric. Now where's the ink? Even this delicate silk blouse comes incredibly clean. And that's not all. Tar, iodine, blood, rust. DD7 gets rid of them all. Are your window shears dull and gray? A quick soak in diluted DD7 restores them to a light new white. DD7 is a whiz on carpets, even upholstery. Think of the money you'll save. We've stained these hands with ink, iodine, and car grease. Just watch. DD7 and a little water instantly remove the stain. And there's more. Imagine this is your washing machine. A red sock gets in with the whites. Everything turns pink. Ink from a broken pen. Even iodine. A little multi-purpose DD7 Some in the blood. final rinse. Where the fuck is all this iodine coming from? All those unwanted stains forever. Order DD7 today for just $14.95. Or we'll double your order for only $5 more. That's two tubes for only $19.95. Enough to replace all these expensive cleaners and a fraction. Oh, this is real. Yeah. This is... I bet that DD7 would work on my printer that's not working. <laughs> Clean up that ink. Bullshit. And this gets us back to the printer problem. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, this is real. Yeah. Bullshit. No, the shit was real. I, I had a friend no, that I mean, had it. Oh. Wait, they had it? Yeah. And it worked? No. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Bullshit. Simply return the unused portion for a refund. Have your credit card ready. Here's how to order. What was that from the 90s? No, dude. I had OxyClean in there. Huh? What, dude? What year is it? Um, I'm not sure, what, but what I year? remember. Oh, I remember it being like um, 89, 90-ish. Oh, that old, huh? Yeah. Um, and it. The thing about it is, like, I thought this was what um OxyClean became because I remember these commercials. You know, you know. Ooh. They're showing how the water became clear and all that shit from it, but dude, I got a piss really bad. So can you guys continue? Um, rate the or yeah, talk, can, uh, yeah, talk about Firestar a little bit more, and I'll be back. All right, so I got confused because in 2003 they had a they launched a DD7 with an improved formula, and then 2011 it was acquired by the Northern Response, and as of 2017, the product is no longer available. Well, they had like a brand new tub of oxyclean in there so i was like well this is pretty relevant or new was well i don't know when oxyclean came out but that's just hydrogen peroxide well it said it said uh dd7 came out in 1967 67 wow yeah what's the name is it d are you saying dd twice yeah it's okay it's d-i d-i and then spelled Uh seven dd that's what i wondered D-D-I-D-I. D-I-D-I. Now, fuck, my phone ain't working. See, we're talking about technology and shit, so I don't know when OxyClean came out. (laughs) It had to be like 2000-something because the fucking guy that was kept on throwing shit in the water with it. I I don't know. Didn't that guy die? DD7 and DD is a stain remover made famous. Oh, here we go. By its... I'm on it wiki. was introduced in 1997. 97? 97. 
until it was acquired in 2006. Hmm. Hold on. Why are we talking about this again? <laughs> this DD7? Oh, because we were talking about the program. That, yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, this movie. I guess it's been sold for years. Well, they got it on eBay. We should buy it and do a test run. There's now a DD7 Ultra with an improved formula. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We should get a um, Oops, I Crap My Pants and then use some DD7 to try and get it out. Uh, so the Wikipedia article says, as of August 2017, the product is no longer available. Mm. What the fuck's that about? Because shit don't work. Is they're like, they're, they're on to us. Lawyers saying... Yeah, they're like. Did you use DD? Did you use DD Seven Ultra and develop a rash on your groin? Yeah. Did you if use so. it as toothpaste to whiten your teeth? If so, call yeah. me now. Call our team of lawyers, and we will get you some money. You're owed money. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be what happened. Yeah. No, that's weird though. That is now gone. Like, here's a product first marketed in 1967. And now it's off in 2017. Hmm. You know, a fire starter had learn? a... What? What's that? No, nothing. I was just... Oh, I was going to say, Firestarter has an awesome button. ending. I, I, I love watching the ending of Firestarter. Oh, yeah, right? No, it does have a great ending. It, it's almost like... Uh, I mean, this is a weird comparison, but it's almost like some... Like the showdown in some western, you know, too. Like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Because it takes place in the barn, on top of everything—a horse barn, you know. Right. <laughs> like, like you know, the guys up in the loft with the gun, you know. Yep. 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 I was going to tell you some stuff. You know, so there's a taxi driver in the beginning. This a- actor named Tony Antonio Fargus. Yeah. And uh, he's just a he's just a minor character in here, but I, I was reading what other movies he was in. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Aft and five Brown. He he was in a Howling Six, <laughs> which I thought was relevant to our to the films we watch. <laughs> uh, what are the chances a guy, the taxi drivers from Howling Six? <laughs> well, he was also in I'm gonna get you, sucker. He was the pimp that was like in jail for years, and then he finally got out. And um, he put was on he? his yeah, he put on his driver? yeah, and he put on his old pimp gear oh, yeah. to walk outside. Here, let me see if I can find the um, the clip. So um, for fire bunk for a fire starter, I'm gonna give it a five out of five. Um, basically because it's it's a product of its time. It still looks like it, and it reminds me of that time frame, so I like that. I love the emotional tact, like I was mentioning, um, about having the lost mother and the single father having to provide for his daughter and on the run from the law. It's very emotional. It's very cool to me. Um, The characters, like even the evil character George Scott played, like he played it awesome. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, You know, so... All in all, like I love, and plus, like it's, I don't know, it's just a classic '80s horror sci-fi. You know, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I like it. I like no, it a lot. It, it is. 
It, it, really, it really is. And I think when it came out at the time, I didn't realize how it was. I didn't think it was going to go that direction. That it's going to be this such an 80s classic, you know? Yeah. So I can't, I don't know. Like, I, I like it that much. I'm giving it a five. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I, I guess what I can say is that for a movie that doesn't fit most of my criteria, like having you know, amazing, like weird, cool music or an overabundance of hot chicks showing their boobs, you know, or like mm-hmm. whatever else I find fascinating or awesome. <laughs> this had none of those. Well, yeah. So, you know, if that, if a movie can explosion. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not. Fire, ex- fire, fire. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not that kind of, <laughs> I like meat and potatoes, I guess. Oh yeah. So here's the, here's the scene. Shit. Down from the bar, there's a platform stage. People primping, pimping, sharp as razor blades. Yo, check out homeboy. Brother out there, huh? <laughs> so he all right, so let me explain this. He's uh he just got out of jail and he's coming back into society and he was like, I'm gonna be fly again. So he puts on his old seventies pimp gear, which is just totally outlandish. Uh-huh. He looks like the man in the yellow hat. I mean he's got this huge hat uh-huh. with like uh it's yellow but it's got like uh zebra stripes on it and yeah, he just looks like a over sensationalized seventies pimp, and uh, oh, he, he's even got fish, and um, he's got fish inside of his heels, <laughs> and his platforms. Okay. All right, so, and he's walking down the street, modern, like not in the nineties, and like he's thinking people are thinking he's cool still, but you'll still you'll soon see. Yeah. I'll never turn down five hundred bucks. Well, I guess it's not as funny as, like, you'd have to, like, it's a visual thing, I guess, but, yeah. You have to watch it, yeah. yeah. we need to actually review that movie. I've been wanting to do that one for a while, too. I'm going to get you, sucker. All right, so, yeah, five out of five for me. Do you know the guy who plays, I was going to tell you, the guy who plays Dr. Pinchot is played by Moses Gunn. He was also in the movie Shaft. Oh, yeah. So, there are two guys in this movie from Shaft. Nice. And he was also famously Uncle Ben. Right? Huh? Was he? Yeah, from Uncle Ben's Rice. Uncle Ben? <laughs> Moses Gunn? Yeah. What? 
come on, just play along, god damn it. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> All right, Ken. All right. Sorry, Nick. I'm all serious. Sure. Like what? I know who. Five he out of five. Dude, we're not talking about this fucking character anymore. Yeah, we moved on, man. Fuck, five out was, of five for me. George C. Scott <laughs> fucking rules. Uh, <laughs> Drew Barrymore did an awesome job in this movie playing the creepy kid slash um, concerned kid. Uh, I like everything about this movie. It's a five out of five for me. How do you feel, Ken? Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> and don't yeah, no, it's, it's good. Five out of five. At least four out of five. All right. Five out of five, maybe. Ooh. But you know, yeah, you're, you know, he, he, Nick made a good point there. You know, Drew Barrymore actually acts really well in this film. I know she's just a kid actor at this point still, but she's very convincing in her role, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, she comes from the lineage, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, what can you expect out of a kid? But she played her. She emoted very well. Um, you know, said things a kid would say. So, <laughs> yep. So, what do you? Oh, yeah, it's a four out of five. All right, all right. I guess we can move on to the next thing. Do you, you guys yeah. have anything in closing about Firestarter? No. Okay, Ken. You want to talk about the fucking actor that played the taxi nope. driver for fucking five more minutes? <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> you know, he he also did a fucking. He was also in. He did a short essay one time. Um, all right, so 1988, Pumpkinhead. All right, let me play the trailer real quick. No shit. All right, here we go. Hopefully, it's not super loud. Afraid raising the dead ain't within my power. Will it be alright? Should I be afraid? It's coming! Looking for an old woman. She's somewhere in the mountains here, Bass. All she can do is take you straight to hell. You go home and you bury your boy. Some folks say is how she's got powers. Who are you? Ed Harley. What do you want, Ed Harley? To make, to make shitty, silvery uh, shirts that everyone's going to wear in the fucking mid-2000s. It's like a grandma telling you about your tummy ache. It's <laughs> gotta run its course. Dang it. Should I eat those damn marshmallows? What it hurts. <laughs> oh yeah, it's that joke I made about the Ed Harvey. Um, I think I was thinking of afflicted shirts. Remember how people were wearing those sh- things? Remember what? those shirts? The afflicted shirts? Wait, what? What's an afflicted shirt? Okay, so I think your mic's off. Hello. What's an afflicted shirt? All right, so in the mid-2000s, 
there was this company called Afflicted, and they were like popular. The fucking I don't I can't remember, but a lot of people had these shirts, and they were just like stupid designs, like say like the Firebird symbol, mm-hmm. but it was like silver and like really sparkly and shit. Oh, um, think Brett Michaels. <laughs> so you know, it's just like people were wearing these fucking shirts, and the and like they were. Exp- I don't I I don't I know. Remember the Afflicted is a brand. Yeah, kind of like no fear, you know. Like, yeah, but it was it just took it to a, like, it was weird. People, I mean, I didn't. I know I had a, a shirt that looked similar. It was like a skull, but it had wings on it. So people would like compliment me. People that wore those kind of things, like, oh, that's fucking badass, dude. I'm like, thanks. I mean, it now is. I'm gonna but, burn this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did stop wearing it after a while because I'm like, god damn it, I don't want to be one of these fools. And I remember there was this porn that I watched one time too, um, <laughs> where the, it was the concept of the porn. Like people would wear those shirts and become like brainless zombies, and like the people had to get away from them and fuck in the meantime. So, um, oh yeah, they call it a fuction <laughs> in the anyway. Um, but it wasn't that. Now I got it confused with Ed Harvey, Harvey or Ed Hardy, the tattoo guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember people like always wearing those shirts too. And like, I'm like, dude, it's too simple for me. I'm sorry. Anyway, sorry, Ken, if I'm making you cry. <laughs> I don't mean to make fun of your clothing choices. What? Fucker. <laughs> you know, I was in a, in a store recently with an Ozzy Osbourne shirt, and some guy he, he wanted to strike up a conversation. He's like. Oh, you like Ozzy Osbourne? I like Ozzy Osbourne too. <laughs> it's like, uh, all right, yeah, cool. <laughs> that's how the conversation went. You didn't talk about songs or albums or guitarists. You're really like Ozzy Osbourne. No, 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 no. He, he, he seemed like he had some kind of problem actually, but uh-huh. uh, you know. I, I didn't want to be overly social because I had shit to do. Probably what he thought of you. Yeah. <laughs> the conversation yeah, I like, Why did I even start this conversation? The guy's fucking weird. <laughs> like, all right, dude. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. I've I've been in those situations where person's like a little too talkative and you're just like, okay, whatever. It, and you're still cordial like about it. Awkward. Yeah. Not yeah. that I'm socially normal. No, I, I know exactly what you're saying, man. There's like always those people. It's like, okay, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Being a little too loud about this conversation right now, buddy. All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, what are we doing? Pumpkin head. So pumpkin head. Uh, I remember, I remember when I was a kid seeing the, I don't know if I saw the commercial. No, I saw the stand-up of this thing at a video store. Let me guess, it scared the shit out of you? Oh, you fucker. (laughs) (laughs) I was about, yes. I couldn't sleep for a week. Dude, I was petrified. (laughs) I slept under my blankets. (laughs) Dead, for real. This thing was so scary. I I soiled my bed. (laughs) I didn't go that far, you dicks. Um... But I had to get some hoops like crap my pants. <laughs> I had to get counseling. Um, but yeah, like I remember this even remind like the demons from uh, Demon Knight looked very similar to Pumpkinhead. And I remember even getting the McFarland figure of Pumpkinhead when it came out in like 2002 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And just being scared of it and always having to hide it and like, or just like put it in a drawer 
away from like my other figures because it was too scary for me. It was kind of weird. What the hell? Who's this guy? I remember this fucking. I think Sideshow Toys recently put out a pumpkin head figure. They did. Yeah. I mean, it's been made a lot since then. I mean, there's even like life size sculptures oh, yeah. and shit of it, but there's model kits and stuff. Yeah. It's a great design. Um, Stan Winston and his group when they, you know, designed it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. The extras you you sent us a Raven like the Stan Winston School dot com stuff. Mm-hmm. The the videos of uh, them, you know, the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, modeling all that. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's it's a classic monster. I mean, it doesn't get as much love as it should. I'm surprised it's not hasn't had like some kind of renaissance yet. Um, I think there was only two movies though, right? One and two. Uh, as far as I know, four. There were four of There's, these. Oh shit! Yeah, you know, well, there was there was the original theater movie. Mm-hmm. Then there were two two direct to video movies. Oh no no, there were two theatrical movies, Pumpkin and then two, two direct to video releases. Yeah, so four. Yeah. So yeah, two must have not done that well at all because I don't. I, I only remember it and being... I guess direct- video game that bombed, too, I read something about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good thing it was an Atari. It would have been a classic. <laughs> That's right. Burp, 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 burp. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to push that one button. Looks on this. <laughs> the, the effects are great. Yeah, it'd be awesome if you well, could play uh, as Pumpkinhead. If the magic did it. <laughs> yep. Burp, burp, burp. Okay. You know, Pumpkinhead. What when I was looking at it, it it does owe a lot to the alien design. You know, it's very yes. much like the alien. Yes, actually, with like the shoulders. In fact, those guys worked on and Alien yeah, Three. Still, yeah, those guys had worked on the Alien films. So. Yeah. In Predator. Yeah, of course, Stan Winston, fucking course there. Anyway, um. So yeah, it's about um these uh this guy Ed Hard Hard Hardy Harvey Hardy Harden Hard Ed Ed Harden <laughs> yeah that guy um and uh, basically he lives with the son and they have like a glimpse of like something that happened to him when he was a kid seeing the pumpkin creature take revenge against someone blah 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 so he knew of it but you know just lived his life whatever. So you get these kids that are going to come out to this cabin, right? Yep. Kids come out to a cabin. They want to have some fun. You know, typical fucking teenage thing in the 80s. Like, oh, let's, let's yeah. drink some beer and ride some motorcycles. Yeah. Dirt biking. So they accidentally kill the kid, his son, who's a sweet little boy. Um, so, you know, what's his first thing to think? You know, like, distraught parent. If you can bring your kid back, could Revenge. you? Revenge. Yeah. Yeah, the, the first thing to think, of course, is is go see the witch out in the mountains and <laughs> sell your soul. They can do some kind of voodoo thing to get revenge. That's exactly the first thing I would think of. Yeah. Well, first he's, he's revive no, corpse to help you. <laughs> first, he went to um, Edwin, who's his next door neighbor, and he's like, "Don't go down that road." Like <laughs> said, "Yeah, you know what? That, that road he saw was about a lot of animals." That's fucking Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> God damn it. I can't do Fred Wynn. 
Well, 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 what you gotta do is you gotta, you gotta bury it in the pet cemetery. I thought you were gonna do Fred Gwynn from. Yeah, I did. I tried. He's trying to do it. But it just turned into fucking. It turned into fucking Dana Carvey doing Jimmy Stewart. Stay away from that role, no. It's up a lot of animals. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. It's fucking doing a secondhand Jim Carrey, or not Jim Carrey, fucking Dana Carvey. <laughs> doing fucking <laughs> Jeremy Stewart. All right, anyway. <laughs> I give Pumpkinhead a fuck. Without sidetracking this much, I, I have a comment. What's when, up? When you guys are watching this movie, where, where do you feel the movie's filmed at? Mm, Texas. I mean, where, where, what kind of vibe, what state do you think this story takes place in? I just fucking said Texas. Uh, I okay, would say, you, yeah, how, I don't know, Tennessee, what do you think, Nick? Florida, like Tennessee, Louisiana. Right. Yeah. yeah, I kind of get the feeling like, yeah, Tennessee or Virginia, Appalachia or something like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, thinking Virginia you know, too, just because the yeah. way the kids are, yeah, I it's get that very backwoods-ish. But, right, right. But of course, you know, like everything Hollywood, it's all in California and, uh, I, w- I was looking at where they shot it. They they give an exact address where it was shot. It was shot in Kelly's Gulch in Topanga, California. 1801 North Topanga Canyon Boulevard. <laughs> she was <laughs> hot. You listening, Sean Clark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, I don't know. It's just kind of funny because when you – that one, I, I'm watching it. I'm, like, looking at, like, all that – you know, it's just so, it's so California looking. You know, when yeah. I look at the mountain scenes and the dirt biking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's so obvious, but I didn't I didn't think of because you know I fell in line with the story, so I was like, oh, you know, maybe they shot it in Tennessee or something like like you said, Nick. <laughs> um, the 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 dirt biking teenager that um, kills the kid, he's the dumb. Uh, he's one of the dumb boyfriends and. Uh, so, uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2 he's the one that's like oh, oh, yeah. oh dude girls really do this dude oh. <laughs> and um, he also has like a brief role in a robot not killer workout Get, gets his head bashed in I believe I don't know that one but yeah he's killer a killer workout yep I'll send you a trailer oh, later boy. it's fucking awesome okay um, there's cool. Killer Workout and Aerobicide. Aerobicide has uh, Ken Furry in it. <laughs> yep. That's hilarious. I didn't know such films existed. Oh, you do now. All right. So, um, yeah. So, the Ed Hart, Hart, Harden. What's his name? Hart, Hart, Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Hardy. Harvey. <laughs> he, uh, he quits his tattooing business and he take goes up to the witch and the witch uh, says you gotta you gotta you gotta do this shit at hardy so you know brings back pumpkin head and it slowly kills off the kids you know it's a basically monster soccer but um we were just watching it while we we're reviewing the other movies and the scene where um the 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 neighbor kid who oh yeah the neighbor kid convinces ed harvey to uh go see the witch or or Ed Hardy's like, where's the witch at? He's like, well, you sure you want it? Anyway, um, he looks like uh, that one actor that was in Mad TV. Um, shit, what was his name? E.G. Daly or something Daly. I don't know. He looks, anyway, so what am I saying? 
So he brings back Pumpkinhead. Pumpkin you know, gets revenge. Blah 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 blah. Um, oh yeah. So the scene where like Pumpkinhead come comes into like this area where the kids like kind of crash down in this like just this uh how this uh I can't abandon where I can't remember what the building they were in. I think it was the church, but I could be wrong. But he was like just kind of crouched down, hoping the Pumpkinhead didn't see him, and it, like came in and looked. But then it gave you the the illusion like it was gonna walk away. But then it came back then and it was like, Rah. yeah, came back and got him. Yeah, I, I don't know the scene you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that was well done. But it actually wasn't. Now that I watched it, because like when the pumpkin had looked back in, it didn't look directly at him. It looked like it had to like refocus down. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a flub, but it didn't lose its impact. I mean, it's still scary, and you know, but if you notice like right away it didn't look at the kid right away it's like oh, oh, oh there you are <laughs> now I'll be scared so sorry if I ruined yeah, that for everyone me. <laughs> you fooled me you fooled me don't ruin my movies I know I'm sorry <laughs> I can ruin anything now I'm sorry um I believe in pumpkin head <laughs> let me tell you the behind the scenes secrets BTS alright um so there's not really much more to say it's just like a really cla- oh the first I guess I can mention the first time I seen it was on my 13th birthday and my werewolf sister um, rented me the movie because she's like do you want anything and I'm like uh, could you rent me a movie she's like sure so I remember they got me a pizza and I rented pumpkin head I think I rented um, I'm pretty sure I ooh I think I rented um, Return of the Dead part two also so it was the first time i watched both these movies no it couldn't have been anyway i i saw it on my birthday and yeah it 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 wasn't that scary when i was a you know a teenager blah blah blah, but you know well like i said when i was a kid seeing that stand up at the video store it just scared the shit out of me and just like the thoughts of it and you know like I think I overheard like kids in the playground or at school talk about it and it uh, it just like expanded my imagination about it and just, well, I'm never going to watch that movie. But you know, anyway, um, all overall pumpkin head, I'm going to give it a four just because it's not something I watch regularly. Like I like it, but like I said, like I feel like it kind of, it kind of gets, um, overshadowed by more sensational horror movies or like you know other i don't know it's it's an awesome movie monster though that's so it's got, well done it is so, and i didn't watch it till the 90s so yeah what do you what would you rate rank it rate it who me yeah you lunatic fringe i don't know i don't know if you're talking to nick I, I oh i know i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> talking to you buddy uh, well, I, you know, I, I like it, but I, I didn't. The first time I saw it, I was in the Air Force in Germany. Um, I rented it. Uh, I don't know. I give it a, give it at least a three and a half, maybe. All right. I I owned it once on VHS. I think I still have the VHS. But yeah, I've I actually owned it, so I had like a a love for it. Like back in the '90s when I was like collecting VHS tapes of like the movies I want, you know, really wanted and stuff. Pumpkin was definitely one of them. So I give I give it that much respect. And plus, like the Tom McFarlane toy was like really detailed, and you got to see it. And because in the movie, you only get to see 
you know, certain parts of it and you don't really get to see them, you know, but in the toy, you get to see all the detail and it just made it even more scary. So what's your overall thoughts? Uh, first of all, I love this movie. I love the monster. I love the story. I love the execution of the, um, the monster itself. It's very detailed. I, when I watched this, I was in middle school. Uh, I think I was in eighth grade. And I liked the flashing scenes because you, for me, I wanted to see more of the monster because when you're watching it, because they're trying to hide just the effects of it, you don't ever really see a whole lot of the monster in some parts. So you're like, oh my gosh, you see that hash? Oh my gosh, look at the claws. Oh my gosh, look at the, I didn't even know the thing had a tail, you know? And then there are scenes where you see the whole monster and his essence. However, there's a lot of the movie that it reminds me of Pet Cemetery, and then it reminds me of Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. But uh, I I found the beginning of the movie great with the suspense, and then the parts where he was talking with his son and being with his son, and in the store I found it kind of boring. But that that's only like five minutes worth of film, mm-hmm. and. Uh, this is a movie I probably watch once every year around Halloween time. I watch Pumpkinhead. And it's not just because it's pumpkins. I just really like this movie. I was upset and that I collected a lot of the Tom McFarlane toys and had them on display. And every time I went, I could not find Pumpkinhead. Like, I could not find him. And I wanted him. And I still don't have them. <laughs> I'm sure I can go on eBay or something and find a pumpkin head to have. But, you know, it was like when you went to the store, I wanted to get it. And I never I never had a chance to get it when they were out. So uh, for me, this movie is a five out of five. I, I absolutely love it. So it's a great movie. Nice. So what about the sequel? Did you see the sequel? No, I, I, I got the sequel. I, I got part two. But I haven't watched it yet, and I was about to mention that. Like, maybe we can review it because isn't it called Blood isn't Something? It pumpkin Two Blood Wings or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. like Blood Something. Yeah. I think I've seen the sequel, but I can't can't remember I th- it offhand. I think it has Ben Stiller's wife in it, if I remember right. That blonde chick, Mrs. Stiller. Yeah, <laughs> she has a name. I don't know. I never knew the actress's name, but she's like really. That really pretty blonde that's in um, Zoolander. I don't know if you guys remember, but yeah, she, I know she's who she a, is. Yeah. So, um, I I think she's in it, if I remember right. So, okay, um, yeah, that, I guess that's it. All right, end of the show. Oh, I, I do want to mention Plugs? that the yes. dog in this movie I read, you know, the dog who they call Gypsy, uh-huh. is uh, in the movie Gremlins. Oh, shit. Since is we it, brought up Gremlins tonight, is it I the think dog? That we should mention the dog's name is Mushroom, and he he was in the movie Gremlins with another character name, but he's named Gypsy in this movie in Pumpkinhead. So he was Billy's dog in Gremlins, because that yeah. he was dog in Gremlins. Yeah, nice. That's that is pretty cool. Yeah. So there's a connection, <laughs> and the dog's name is Mushroom. I know. I was talking about Gremlins earlier, destroying my fucking life. Right. Yeah, so so me. we bring it all together is what I'm saying. It's 
it's, it's okay. Very, quit running out of the ground. We get it. Even, <laughs> you know, even Haggis there when you pause her, she it's reminds so me of the anymore. the sister in Pet Cemetery. Oh yeah, that's in the bedroom. Zelda. Yeah. You have to take I, care I, of to me. Go back to something. Something you said earlier, Raven. You said your sister's a werewolf. <laughs> yes. Sister, we'll be good. That's all I wondered. Yeah, I, I'll, let me explain it. So, um, I think on my 13th or 14th, uh, is my 13th birthday. So, I think it was my 14th birthday that I watched Palm. Anyway, so, my 13th birthday, my sister came over and my friend MTK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, me and my friend Josh, who was MTK Whoa. on the show, we, um,. <laughs> We were just hanging out, and my mom had just got me a CD player, my first CD player. So we were just hanging out, listening to music, and my sister, who she's uh, she's kind of an interesting character, she came over and she's like hanging out, or she came down to say hi to me and blah, blah, blah. happy birthday, blah blah blah. But then like a few minutes later, she's like, "Well, I gotta get going. Um, do you happen to have some money I could borrow?" And I'm like, "No, sorry." And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm fucking 13, <laughs> you know, like what money do I have? <laughs> but, but my, when she left, my friend's like, Oh, can I borrow $13? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what was that about? She's like, she's like a werewolf dude. Cause I guess she, her hair was like really kind of 80, eighties looking at the time. I mean, this was like 92 or something, but her hair was like, oh, yeah. so he, he called her a werewolf. So I'm like, okay, that fits. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So Apparently, Halloween 2 is about my sister. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh, I thought maybe she needed money for her to get some wolf bane or something. Well, if it's anything like uh, cat's nip. All right. <laughs> so, we got plugs now. Let's do some. I, we should have did plugs earlier, but, you know, in oh, case we people. we should have. I didn't even think about plugs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, off the bat, I want to uh, uh, make mention of the Game Files podcast that I was just on. Um, my friend Matt's podcast. Um, let's see, Trick or Treat Radio, um, Tales from the Podcast, who I've been neglecting to mention on the show. Um, my friend Raphael's uh, podcast. It 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 might be spiritual or it may be spiritual. I'm not sure what it's called. I've 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 yet to listen to it, but I'm going to be a guest on it eventually. Um, and it's okay. it's a it's a kind of a weirder concept of a podcast, so I'll let people find out what it it is on your own. I I still actually don't know. <laughs> so, um, but the one thing I do know about it is there was a girl on it that was talking about um, personal experiences she had with um, sleep paralysis and like like the that what happens to you when you like you try to move and you wake up and you feel like you have, but there is more to it. Like it's a very supernatural story that she's telling. So, um, I still have to listen to it. I only caught a glimpse of it on Instagram when he posted something about it. I was like, Holy shit. He does a podcast. So just recently I reached out to him just, you know, see what it was and blah, blah, blah. So anyways, um, check that out. Um, what are the things I've made? I've made mention of the high dino toys, um, I'm still doing it. Like, I don't. I'm trying to fund the uh, the wrestling ring because I got to buy m- new materials for it. So, anybody listening, if you want to contribute to High Dino to help me 
get my foot in the door, I guess. Um, as much as I've like been down on myself this year about like not getting anything done, I've done so much. Like I got to think about it since January, I made those Freddies. I made like thousands of Bigfoot. I mean, not thousands, but hundreds of big feet, like all this stuff I've done since January. So it's like, yeah, like I've done so much and I'm just thinking like, I haven't gotten anything done because you know, I don't really advertise it a lot. So, but that's what I'm saying. Anybody listening, um, if you want to um, contribute, um, reach out to me, or you can just do it through PayPal or whatever. You, any means you want. Um, you don't have to. I'm still trying to do it myself, but if you want to help, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I got the concept of the wrestling ring done. Oh, shit. I just have to uh, figure out the poles. and it. I guess what I'm saying is it gets expensive with um testing how to make all this stuff like i gotta figure out how to you know do it so that's the only bad thing but as far as i you still have uh lockness monsters and big feet yeah yeah i still i'm still selling those things um i still got a bunch of the toxic barrel zombies um okay i never made the the freddy i mean i've made a few prototypes but I'm going to make it smaller because it was way too big. Like It's cool how it was, but I need to make it smaller for just to make it more practical. And then, um, yeah, so the wrestling ring, I'm going to make lo- little figures for it too. I, I plan on making two figures, but I'll probably make a whole line of them, I guess. So you can buy the ring with a couple of figures, but then you can buy extra figures. I don't know. I haven't figured it I out yet. I haven't been able to really. Guys. What's that? Are are the are the figures going to be of actual wrestlers or like fictionalized wrestlers that you're inventing? Fictional, just to be on the safe oh. side. <laughs> I might make them. Oh, I might I, I, fashion them after Hulk Hogan. Maybe one of the characters is bald and has a handlebar mustache. Who knows? But maybe. <laughs> right. His name. His name may, may maybe Bulk Togan or something. I don't know. Yeah, Bulk Hogan. <laughs> All right. So Bulk yeah. Rogan. There we go. Brogan. Hey, bro. Hey, Brogan. <laughs> um, and I'm still working on some artwork. Like, I'm I'm working on Cell Phones and Cigarettes 3 right now. I have three stories going at the same time. But it's just hard. Like, I've been babysitting a lot. So, and plus work. So, I, I, try, I try to work on stuff at work, too. But I don't want to get the pages greasy and all that kind of shit. So, it's like, I just work on stupid. So, cool little little warm-up things at work like I, i'm working on the storm right now that still anyway okay and i'm working on a couple posters and i'm still working on ken's artwork and ugh, so yeah cool cool i don't even know what album we're gonna do next <laughs> oh yeah i sorry i didn't call you last night i fell asleep but yeah we need to talk about when's that thing due or like when's the person but not that. Oh, the, the Halloween thing. Yeah. Um, we should do it within the next week. Okay. Really? I mean, maybe. All right. I'm off Tuesday, uh, so I can. Um. Yeah. Well, let's uh let's talk Tuesday night. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, we'll talk Tuesday night. Not and we'll too fig- late. Yeah. Late. Okay. So. Go to bed early. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before noon on Tuesday, we'll talk. No. Okay. Like sometime, yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. So, what are your plugs, Nick? 
Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. One thing, <laughs> really quick, is um, yeah, we're gonna do the scream show next. So, who is that? Carrie wanted mm-hmm. us to. Okay, so Carrie, that's coming up, and um, in October we're hopefully gonna hook up with Heather and we're gonna do the show because she's mentioning something about her house being haunted. So yeah, we'll figure that cool. out. Some spooky things happening there, man. The goal is to go to the actual house that is having these hauntings and who knows and see what her haunted Roomba will do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> where, where, where's the house located? What town? Marengo. Oh, Marengo. Merlargo. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> Super. <laughs> I know the ghost. He's a great guy. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Really greatly. <laughs> I know ghosts. You're not a ghost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Yeah, I know. It's in Marengo, so it's not too far away. Isn't that what uh, Rob Zombie was talking about in um, my, Dur- oh, no, my Durango? Durango 95. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But the house uh, sits on right off 20. So it's got, yeah, I don't know. Well, don't like, give her fucking location away. Just in case really. No, no, no. I'm just saying. It it's like, going to become like Amityville House. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are going on there? <laughs> but I'm just saying it's in a very old town kind of location. So who knows what was there at one point before, you know, a house went there. Ed Harvey. It was a murder. Ooh. Maybe. We'll figure it out. Well, hopefully it will something happen. We'll do a little sand. So, oh, wait, it's off at 20. So mm-hmm. that's where. I was trying to think where 20 goes Just, through there. It's, I know one goes to the whole fucking town. Through, and then go <laughs> yeah. up 23. Then you turn right onto 20, I think. Or is that state? No, state yeah. goes through there as well. Well, they figure it out, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> but no, I mean, speak- I'm in Michigan anyway. I'm so far away. Okay, shut up. That haunting can't <laughs> affect me. All right, let's right. So speaking of Heather, <laughs> all right. Uh, last show we listened to the trailer for the new Candyman that just came out, and Heather just so happened uh-huh. to go see it, and she sent me a review because okay. I said, "Hey, you know, what'd you think?" She said, "Yeah, cool. not very good. I know the first one had a political undertone, but the second one was blatant, mm-hmm. which would have been okay if the movie was actually scary. It was suspenseful at best, with like two jump scares." It was gory, but not a good gore. I think they just made it to make a statement. Halfway through, um, I wanted to pick up and leave. Honestly, I'm upset. I wasted my money. Uh, I'm all for making a statement, but the trailer looks so stinking good for this movie, and it did not deliver at all. But maybe, uh, maybe you and your show will feel differently about it. What do you mean by my show? Our I, show, punk. Show, your show, well, okay, your <laughs> not, show, whatever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so, I'd appreciate to hear if you guys actually see it. Okay, uh, Ken, you want to yeah, say anything? I, really I quick? Seen it. Okay. The only thing I, I've I've heard though the same thing she's talking about the exact same thing. People said it suffers from kind of a a PC wokeness thing, and which is okay in a story, but it doesn't work in the story or something like it's distracting. And and the, the, yeah, that everyone's saying that this movie's not working. It's not not a great horror film or anything. Yeah, she hit she hit the so, nail on the head because um, 
she she did she 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 picked it out because that's that's, that's that's the general vibe i get is the Candyman fans aren't happy with this Candyman. yeah it's it's the same with everything that's being remade like and i get i get that we're trying to tell a more appropriate story of uh social justice right um but the thing is normal people don't think about this shit we already we already care about each other we already don't discriminate and all this kind of shit that the media keeps bringing up they're like oh but this happened back then better better be mad about it like yeah we were we're over it now and we're just trying to live our normal fucking lives and but when movies come out like this and like especially directors that just want to push the envelope so much and they it's like you're not you're not telling a new story dude you're just retreading old shit and, and especially when you're remaking a movie, um, if you're not hitting the certain plot points and the certain character development that came from those original movies, you're not telling what the people are, that are going to see it what they want to see. And it, what I'm saying, what I kind what I kind of mean, is that say like you got a comic book and someone's going to make a movie adaptation of it, there's certain things you want to see of it, and you already know they're going to happen. So there's key elements to everything. And like when there's a already a fan base, you're right. I mean So you're you are gonna go see it anyways, even though you know it's gonna happen, but you wanna see it presented on the big screen. Case in point. That's yeah. Um but as far as like political justice and all that kind of stuff, being a PC woke culture, um, that's all well and good. But it's but we're getting to the point now where everything is becoming a message or like they're trying to shove something down your throat or beat you over the head with it. And that's what I'm saying about normal people. It's like, we see through it. It's distracting when you can't just have a story. You can't have entertainment for the sake of entertainment. Everything's got to be a moral, you know, that that gets lame real fast. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way about it. And I, I don't like it being shoved down my throat or I'm not blind to it. And especially whatever kind of movie you want to put it in, but there's movies like, you were saying Ken that it, it and, and what people are saying this isn't that movie um <laughs> no <laughs> I just want to mention a review since we talked about Candyman in the last show oh I want to give a shout out to Ryan sorry I forgot your name right at the beginning of the show but <laughs> sorry dude but thanks for listening because your your dad just mentioned um the sewer play set so if you can find that for me awesome <laughs> talking to ryan not you okay <laughs> i don't know he didn't remember your name i don't know if he's worth it yeah, now no or i'm worth it yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah, I'm just joking. Yeah. no i i just wanted to make mention of that too because i i did that on a show we did at star worlds because there was a girl named sarah that was on the show with us and i totally forgot her name uh-huh. like for the first like half hour and i'm like fuck and then she called me on it i'm like oh, sorry but yeah <laughs> yeah you know sarah yeah um, yeah, I remember, sir. So, um, do you have any plugs, Ken? Um, yeah, you know, you just reminded me of something. Didn't we start to review f- uh, Firebird 2015 AD at Star Worlds once? Or, or didn't we? Or is that something, was that a scrap show or something? Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Didn't we start to talk about it one time? Mm, no, dude, I don't remember it at all. Cause I, Maybe it's false memory. It could be the drugs. <laughs> Most likely. But <laughs> but now that you mention well, it... I don't really have anything 
to review. I put out a new album out recently, number 16 mm-hmm. of yeah, the year. Abstraction. And where is that available? Number 16 of my solo album, I mean, of my solo series. I, I mean, I, I knew that personally, but I just want to make a joke because it seems like you put one out every fucking okay. week. So, All right. Um, so every, every month. Every month lately for like 2021 and yeah. 2020 just about. Yeah. I, uh, and and uh, one of my um, albums was on the uh, – one of my favorite YouTube channels is that I subscribe to is called uh, Dirty Terminal Donnie. Passage. Have you ever – Oh, no. Heard that one? Huh? No. Just from that what link you, you sent. Satanic Panic? No, I said Dirty Donnie. <laughs> Dirty Donnie. Oh, yeah. Dirty Donnie Gillis. I, I like that channel, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, Terminal Passage, I like to listen to uh, because it's it. he d- plays a lot of old music and some newer music and just weird music and kind of underground music sometimes. And I think A lot of stuff he does is just weird electronic or easy listening or just overlooked stuff, you know. But uh, anyways, he, he played my uh, my Ambient 5 um, album, Music for Spaceports. So I cool. got some exposure there. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, like last I looked, I had like nearly 3,000 views. Nice. That's awesome. Some thumb, thumbs ups, you know, and, and a couple thumbs downs. I don't uh, know. Of course. It's like five people that didn't like it or something. There's always five those people. Five people wasted their time saying. Yeah. <laughs> someone who goes, no, nah, I don't like this. I listened to two minutes of it. I'm going to hit thumbs down. Yeah. It didn't hook me. Yeah. <laughs> it has no worth. So, yeah. Um, well, actually, there's a discussion on there about whether it's music. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> because there's, there, there is, a, it's very abstract. And and um, it's a lot of ambient stuff and it is a lot of sort of sound effect sounding stuff you know it's kind of weird so but it, it does get musical but it probably takes it half an hour until it gets to anything that does seem like music <laughs> <laughs> so it's a Halloween scene, uh, Halloween uh, yes some people actually mentioned it that that it's it's sounds horror influenced like that was specifically came out like this this is not relaxing this is more like horror they said this sounds familiar Still there, Ken? Down here. Okay. That's little sampling of abstraction. Why the fuck wasn't I doing this before? <laughs> it's like, you know, there's a se- ah. So if you also want a night in Syria, go to Brain Blister. Syria. <laughs> huh? Sleary? <laughs> yeah, a night in oh, it Syria. Is. That's St- called. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at it from the side here. Man, I'd be looking at that from the side too. <laughs> yeah, I would. God. All right. <laughs> sorry. That chick from Firebirds <laughs> just bent over um, looking at her engine and I'm looking at her engine. Or he is. Anyway, so um, so yeah, 30, 30 wait, uh, Release of the 39 back catalog. Oh, 
39 albums? Uh, yeah. Nice. Well, well, I mean, at least 39. Well, that's between my solo stuff and C9C stuff, yeah. And and other stuff I've done with, like, Giant Size Dracula and Mr. Free and Surreal Technognosis. I've, I'm in all these little side projects. I see. Yeah, how come Space Warp doesn't have, like, font? Was the artwork too good? Font? Yeah. There's nothing that says it on the front. How comes it not? No, because um, when the disc comes out, when this I haven't released that CD yet. Mm-hmm. When it comes out, it's gonna it's gonna have an embedded side thing that has the the logo oh. and, the, and the name of the album. Oh. So it's because I, I wanted the art to be unobstructed on the front. Nice. Okay. Should just make that a vinyl. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's awesome, dude. Well, it, it, yeah, if, if you notice on our, uh, there's another album we did just like that. Yeah. We, were, we kind of embedded Cosmic, the art on the front and then. Cosmic Encounters 3. Uh, maybe it was. It's Cosmic Encounters 3. Although that hasn't come out on CD yet either on an issue. There's, I, I got a backlog of stuff now that from mm. 2020 and 2021 that I got a release on CD. Yep. Or USB drive. <laughs> Put it <laughs> right. Put the image on it like a like Probably a. Light, though. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So you got any other plugs? Uh. I probably do, but I can't think of anything off the <laughs> hand. So. Oh, what's I'll, that? I'll just have to. What about that palace for next time? What's that palace of uh, what? Palace of Wonders. Oh yeah. Did did I mention Palace of Wonders last show? Um, like a Larry year. Russell's Palace of Wonders. That was a pretty good movie. Have you seen it yet? No, I didn't know it was out. Oh yeah, it's out now. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to send you a copy of it. All right. Do you have the same. Are you, are you in, are you in Rockford right now? Generally. Yep. Yeah. So okay, I, I have to. I think I have your address for Rockford. I'll have to uh, ship you a copy. But yeah, Palace of Wonders came out. It's pretty cool. Pretty good uh, film. So do you want to elaborate? It's on like, what, uh, okay. well, I mean, it's. Do you want me to play it? Is there a trailer? Is there a trailer? Is there a trailer? Maybe I can just play there, a trailer. Um, I think there is a trailer somewhere. I don't know if you have to look for it or, <laughs> but you know, what? I can look for one and send it to you maybe, and you can uh, insert it here. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it right now. Uh, okay. Here, here we go. Larry Wessel's Palace of Wonders. <laughs> WesselmaniaBigCartel.com. Yeah, that's the website. All his films are now being re-released. All his old stuff that he even shot in the 90s. He's done all these documentaries. It's pretty cool. Huh. No one's... There's no one talking. <laughs> it's just a bunch of images right now, so... <laughs> okay. All right, well... Dude, explain what this is. Like, It's just a bunch of people... So... Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of people and their collections of things and museums and stuff like that, and and, and weird art and. Um, so it's like going to flea markets, basically, or. Oh no, not I no, mean I'm a little bit, but it, it, it's all loosely based around this poem by Don Blandy from the 1920s, and uh, about um, it's kind of a, a poem that's reflective about a guy kind of a vagabond it's, it's the poem's called vagabond house 
and it's sort of about a, 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 a kind of a dreamer guy thinking about what kind of house he'd like to have, you know, in the future and what kinds of things he'd put in it. Hmm. This weird art, sculptures and stuff, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely a check out. Valerie Stuff's documentaries. Um, you know the artist Coop? He's interviewed in it in his collection you know like Japanese monster toys why were you on it with your weird awesome stuff um, because you know a lot of it, it th- this was a, a film that Larry has been shooting for like the last 20 years so uh, a lot of it's older footage and he's finally assembled it into something and, okay um, yeah it looks pretty so, cool yeah so <laughs> Okay, I guess that's the end of the show. I'm trying to think if um he had to he had to cut that film way down. He he I think he had a, originally he had like three hours worth of stuff, you know. Okay, let's not make this three hours worth of stuff. <laughs> All right, so check out Palace of Wonders by Larry Wessel. Yes, Big Cartel. All right. Dot com. So, anything else, Nick? Before we. No, I am good. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> All right, let me play him off here. Hey, hey, Nick, do you have any um, plugs? <laughs> no. Maybe Roger's right. Maybe we should leave. Oh, come on, let's hang out. Yeah, eat a bowl of fuck. <laughs> I am here to party. Yeah. All right. And then Ken, you want to say goodbye? Yeah, goodbye everybody. It was nice talking to <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then me, Raven J. Jeez, all right. See you guys later. <laughs> all right, we'll see you for the scream show. <laughs> boy, 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 boy. Tricos Media, motherfucker.